What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, waviest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, Oss. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at 10stacks. Got my brothers in here with me. What's up, man? This is the boy, Lando. You can follow me on Twitter, at the Tackler 1711, or at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram, and be nice, two underscores, and on Twitter, at two underscores, be nice. And you already know we got Will in the building, who got his... Nice and comfortable with these new microphones. Hey. Peace. Hey. Everybody say something nice in the real night in the new microphones. Hey. Hey. I thought you was finna make a record. You should be doing some. Me, 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 me. Hey, me and Will, we got something coming, man. It's gonna be fire, man. I don't know. I heard little snippets. I ain't like it. You wasn't in choir for three years like us. I was in choir. Low school, though. Middle school choir don't take shit. I, I was in middle solo. school choir too. They used to separate me. The, the group was over here, and it was me with the solo. Yeah, line. but that you know, one man, time I, I went to a church with our middle school choir. And my man's Kamayu, he had a solo too, and he sucked. And really, he caught the trembles because. But you also just you, I used to just sit in the back of the choir and just just be. Hell no, Austin shit. tried out for the the other shit. It yeah. made it. I wouldn't. Yeah, I did. It made it. He didn't have it. He didn't have it. I, I didn't try out though. I wasn't all into it like that. Like he was, you know what I'm saying? There was some, some some other shit going on in the choir. Bro. I'm like, oh, I sing. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right, man. So we got a lot to cover. We talk about the NFL. Um, week three, two, two of three of the NBA season. We can talk mm-hmm. about a little bit Something of that. Like that. And um, everything else, man. There's, there's a lot yeah, in store. College sports stuff. Some, oh, some social media. Yeah, yeah, we do that. College basketball, bitch, can stay in that ass whoop. See, man, they used to be dick sucking. I wasn't even talking about that. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Talking Ohio State just got named number one in the college football playoff ranking. Niggas want to talk about Michigan State losing. Open they the was game. number one. They should have been, like I told them. They lost the number two. You act like they lost the number two. had a big argument talking about Michigan State is one of the best teams in 15 years, but they're going to lose. They them. are, Lando, but they're missing a, a five star recruit that's a senior. They got other ones up Yeah. Oh, uh, Langford yeah, was a five star. He was five star? Yes. He was a five star high school. He five, good, but I didn't what know. What about the other five stars again? Who? There's uh, not another five star on the roster. Who are you Roger talking about? Was a five star, wasn't he? No, four star. He should have been a five star. I mean, what five star talent. He had no points. He was 0 for 4, and he got a. Yeah, he had a show. No, injury. Rocket wasn't a four star, uh, five star, but they do got one guy that's good. That um, Bingham yeah. was our highest rated recruit last Listen, year. He at played the end of the okay. day, at the end of the day, you got to come out there and play. And they got they lost. Could be Kentucky, right? Lost Kentucky, a better basketball team. I'm a Kentucky Wildcat fan. On, uh, and Tyrese Maxey had 26 points. Plus of that ass, man. He was looking hey, yeah. He was shooting deep threes and everything. Who's this? Marcus Bingham. Yeah. He was, he was the highest. Dude, he was talking about number star, but he was the highest recruit from last year. He looks so. pretty cool. Did he play guard. He's six eleven. Yeah, he don't play guard. <laughs> no, he, 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 kinda, he can, he kinda, he can dribble kinda, and shoot, yeah. but it's like he like Jaren Jackson. He a little slow. Nah, he, a little he, slow. he got more wiggle than Jaren Jackson yeah. Jr. He's like a slimmer version of that. The though. problem, the problem is, is over. We get into it though. He like at at, at Paul Pierce kind of speed kind of. Am I like is that right? Kyle Marcus Anderson? Bagley, yeah, okay. like Marvin Bagley. Okay. Marvin like Bagley. a dude that can kind of dribble, kind of shoot. He just physically is like he ain't been on the weight program. He a freshman? No, he's a sophomore. He didn't play at all last year. Mm. He wanted Izzo wanted to redshirt him, but he didn't want to do that. So they they got him up to two thirty over the summer, eating a lot of pasta and peanut butter and jelly. But then he got sick, and I think he lost like ten of those pounds. Okay, but he didn't look bad. He caught some lobs and he, he got some rebounds. It's just. The same issues that kind of plagued us last year with some of the players are coming back again. And uh, Aaron Henry, foul trouble. 
too aggressive with his body and hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, in, in football, you got those guys that's a little bit too aggressive with their hands. They don't really move their feet, move they got bad hips. It's kind of how Aaron Henry look out there defensively sometimes. He should be a good defender. You look at his makeup and model physically, but he just don't move his body well sometimes, and he, he settles a little bit with, you know, being aggressive with his hands. And he picked up some early fouls. And then also the Zebras didn't show us no love, man. They called two offensive fouls on Xavier Tillman in the first half. They were just, like, ridiculous. They were charges on pass attempts. He was releasing the ball, and somebody just happened to slide in front of him, and it cost us four points. It take away points from us, and you don't get that on the other end, and I think that caused more friction than anything. In the first half, they went into halftime up 10 points, and they went to the free throw line, like, 14 times. You know what I'm mm. saying? So that played a big part in making a player like Tyrese Maxey more comfortable. And one of his running mates, uh, Emmanuel, quickly, pretty much all his points came from the free throw line. Yeah, like 14 points and 9 of them came from the free throw line. I got a cool. Why did Tom Bizzo make them de- deactivate their Twitters and all that account? Uh, I mean, days? I think I he just know. wanted everybody to lock in because he knew it was going to be a big task. He knew that it was a possibility of them losing. And I think he just wanted everybody to kind of stay away from the noise. Because you, unfortunately, you see people who now, like, uh, you know, one guy that I respect a lot in Sizzle, Jordan, you know what I'm saying, Jordan Crawford, kind of came out with the same narrative that Izzo was going to nuke Rockets game, which I, I don't understand because, you know what I'm saying, and it's not to bash, you know what I'm saying, Croft, because that's my guy, that's somebody that I looked up to growing up. But, like, a couple tweets before that, he said the Cassius was going to have Rocket really comfortable tonight, and it was going to be a show and, like, some popcorn emojis. But then when it, it looked different, you know what I'm saying, went back to, like, oh, Rocket shouldn't have went there, and that it was going to. No, I, I agree with the Rocket shouldn't have went there. I, I, I don't. Have we seen what Izzo the double guards? What man. is he? Who has he done that to? Keith I like I've said to, to Drew Nitsu. What did he do to Drew Nitsu? He fucked him up, bro. The junior year, he's supposed to be a top ten pick. He didn't even get drafted a next top year. Top ten pick. He was. He was projected. What does projections do, bro? The Bible, still, I, what he I said, come back in senior what, what year. I'm he saying, didn't, he didn't I, get drafted. No, he wasn't gonna be no fucking top ten pick then, no, bro. What man, I'm saying, no. What I'm saying is, is when you go back and look at projections, which we do all the time during. Keith Applin's senior year, before he hurt his wrist, he was projected as a late first-round pick. What do He never played well from freshman year, in my opinion, to senior year because he had handcuffs on him. No. His own handcuff didn't work, though. No. Keith Applin did, like, play some games in the NBA, though. He made it. He played, like, a week. But no, he didn't he get played drafted. Much That's an opportunity, week. though, to, like... Bro, he, but he... He, play, he stepped on a game floor. But I'm saying, he was trials, supposed to be a top... Uh, a first, he was supposed to be a first-round pick coming out of high I mean, school, right? This is the only is problem... Is that not a disappointment? The problem he had all the talent with, with that type of... Those type of narratives and situations, right? Is because we look at a player like Corpio Manny Harris. I don't know if y'all remember, Lando was old enough of age to, to know yeah, that the hype that, that Manny had. Right, right. And it was like, a, it wasn't LeBron-esque, but as far as in our city, it was a walking show that you had to go. You know what I'm right, saying? You had yeah. to go to those games. You had to be there. It was a main event. He went to Michigan with nobody. Well, he went, he, to Michigan. He went with Petey. Is, is best. But that's, but it, was, it, it wasn't, was it wasn't. It wasn't a like as people would say a chain and ball on. Him. What happened to Manny Harris though? John Beeline kind of fucked him up. No, and but, them two he, but I'm saying as far as he got there and got to show his game though, like and that's yeah, what people well, yeah, the narrative. He, he got to show his game. He right. still went undrafted, bro. He left a year early because him and Beeline just kept. Clicking. He went he didn't undrafted. Stay four years though. He didn't. If he would have stayed his fourth year, he, I mean, a senior year, he would have got I, drafted. I, a, a player of Manny Harris's magnitude, albeit, albeit it was different times back then, Manny should have still got drafted. But, bro, him and Beeline was, it was But classic. I'm saying, even was, him coming out a year games, early, yeah. A few games of Beeline but even him coming out a year like early is is a bad 
light on what came from that well, situation. Well, he played the NBA longer than Keith Applin did. Applin got three gun charges. But I'm just saying, like, so, him out. but even before that, he got cut by like the magic. But anyway, look, like, he had three gun charges. I mean, so, I know, I know firsthand, man, that it's like it's it's different things that go on in these situations. Like my cousin West, who's not in the league right now, right. there was different narratives about him that that caused situations for it to be a little bit more difficult for him to get in the door. Because if you think about it, West knocked off the number one team in the nation in the the, the NCAA tournament right. and didn't get invited to anybody's summer league camp. Not even not even get drafted. He didn't go to no combine. He went to the lowest of combines and then didn't get an invite to a summer league camp. That's backdoor. Like that's well, that's that's a narrative but, being. But was he had hype coming out of high school? But he had a hype to keep after. He didn't. Keep after. He didn't. But I'm saying back back, like, what I'm saying is 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 on the what have you done for me lately? Like you said, Keith didn't do as much at the end of his yeah, career. That's, yeah, messed, that's all I'm saying. Whether you believe he had a wrist injury or not, he didn't do that he was the narrative well. that he had a wrist injury. Right. And that prolonged his situation and messed up his spot in rotation and what he was able and capable of doing and also messed with his psyche down the line. He wouldn't shoot. West came off hot. He just knocked off the number one team in the tournament. And you don't get a summer camp invite. Oh, that's fucked that up. doesn't make sense. But my thing more so with that is like it's backdoor stuff that we don't see there where people are kind of putting their own opinion out there like this kid isn't this maybe you shouldn't take a chance on him and then I think some of that stuff might have been coming out about Keith but in this situation I don't view that from Rocket A the original statement that Croft made (coughs) about him being comfortable next to Cassius (coughs) should be true but I feel like the biggest problem is that the veterans around the team wasn't comfortable you look at like I said a kid like Aaron Henry who just played good in the the summertime he came back and made the same mistakes I can't put that on Izzo. You know what I'm saying? Because Izzo's been in been in his face numerous times. He's he's coached him up. People talk about their practices as being, you know what I'm saying, tremendous effort all the time. You get on this big stage, I'm not out there playing. You know what I'm saying? You got to go do this. But Especially somebody, from an effort somebody standpoint. somebody keep making the same mistake over and over again, it does come down to I mean, but that's that's the, the, the aspect of what I'm talking about. That's, that's all the coaching the, is. To, no, but that's what I'm saying. Get to the bigger scale of that it's a young season. Like, eventually they no, will be able to make some you saying, like, Izzo doesn't develop guards or, like... He doesn't... Uh, to me, he's a good college... He's a great college coach. But he doesn't prepare players well for the NBA. And we can go back to Mateen Cleese. We can go Draymond back to... Draymond Green. No, uh, Draymond, that's, that's the outlier. And a lot of people didn't think Draymond was going to be good. I'm the only person that said Draymond was going to be good because he was just a good player overall. But for every Draymond Green, there's a Paul Davis. So that's I mean that's I feel like to on the flip side it's like Dramar Summers or Darrell Summers Darrell Summers, yeah, like Summers said, also had weed charges. I was up there like I was at the I was at well, the, look, we ain't gonna spend so much time on Michigan State bad basketball and losing we, we, we can definitely the year move on that, that team was together we as far shit. as the team that got broken up with Corey Allen Darrell Summers at one point uh, Corey Lucius. I was up there. I All of them niggas was failing drug tests at that point. I was up there. Well, everybody the smoked weed, saying. man. That like, that's, 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 that's not his fault, though. They ain't doing that, But man. I'm just saying that as, a, as an aspect of... He should have got more out. Them guys, was be- they, they would have performed yeah, better at different schools. Yeah. That's I, I just think about. that, for me, it's tough to even speak about because you get in certain situations where Izzo don't get the same respect as other people. Cause who, who don't I mean, have respect? What? Look at all the bumps that's in the, the, the NBA from Duke. Duke had a terrible run before Kyrie Irving went there. He don't get that type of love for me. I mean, he's got but lucky I'm saying, as, as how you talk about Izzo, ain't nobody talking about Coach K like that. I do. You. Yeah. But I'm saying that the overall, it's a lot of niggas who think what you think about Izzo. 
Especially yeah. in the state of Michigan. Oh, yeah. Niggas don't think like that about uh, about Coach K. We but them, just so we look at all the bum-ass niggas that was at Duke. Absolutely. Like I said previous to, to Kyrie it was a shitload of terrible niggas. Bu- yeah. Bum-ass big men, not bum-ass guards. I, don't I mean, but yeah, I don't, it was well, bum-ass bu- guards. I don't Duke got some good. Duke be having niggas, bro. Corey McGady, DeHonte Jones, uh, Daniel Ewing. Uh, fucking Bobby Hurley, like Bobby Hurley. You can do that. Uh, it was all type of people. You got outliers, like you said, with JJ Reddick. Uh, Carlos Boozer is realistically a bum to me. You know what I'm saying? If we're gonna go down the track, record, I wouldn't say a bum. L. Brand won a rookie year and was like the number one pick. Realistically, he probably was a bum too. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they were solid players. Well, dang. Lord, that, what was he? Just a strong guy. He worked but hard. You naming like the like the. I mean, I'm saying if you give a, another nigga a chance to get that type of talent, like they, if Duke okay, wasn't what Duke was, then they would have came to the zone. They would have just been bums too. Elton Brand, though, they, they better than Christian Lather. But like, I, that was a big yeah. But that, that's what I'm. Deal. I'm just saying you didn't mention that. Oh yeah, Shannon Brown did go to the NBA. You mm-hmm. didn't mention that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's other NBA players. Kalen Lucas is in the league right now. It took him a chance. It took him a time to, to get there, but he tore his Achilles. Brian Forbes. Brent Forbes is in the league. You know, so it's people that you start to develop. Gary Harris. Gary Harris. Zach Randolph played in the league for a long time. Jason Richardson. These are all real NBA players, but it's just like my thing is more so the notoriety, which still goes on now today, where I actually keep up re- recruiting. We lose a lot of – Jabari Parker was supposed to come to Michigan State. Tom Mills was the first guy recruiting him. I ain't gonna throw a lot of salt on his name, but he kind of dick suck, dude. You know what I'm saying? He went there for really no why reason. I feel like Rocket ended up choosing Michigan State because, like, as a freshman, like Michigan State, Tom Izzo, like connection, and for sure at that young point in like beginning basketball and like venturing off to senior year when like schools call you more it's in the back of your head that like this was the first guy that like I, but I think the problem I, I, the, I'm not hearing from you guys he, he's had all this talent and he's underperformed I think that's the biggest key and, I mean, and a lot of those players didn't develop into what they should have been in what's, NBA what's the, the lot of talent Denzel Valentine you think he? he a bum absolute bum he, he a bum yeah, yeah. But that, he's also on the team that lost to Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, that's yeah, that? He should have been. He should have been a better player. He should have been. He is it. Lando, he's in the NBA by himself. He should have been. He said was laughing at this nigga. Oh, he's but a bro, we, But we seen him at Michigan State. I didn't think he was that good there. He's not that good in general. Bro, so bro. to the to the opposite of that, didn't maybe Tom Izzo have him overperforming? No, he because he didn't, he didn't perform well. He didn't really perform what well. What do you mean? State. He was yeah, they lost to Middle Tennessee. He averaged fourteen five and bro, five. They lost to That's Middle, a big they feat. Lost to Middle to, because he was a bum. This is what I said. <laughs> Izzo has a, he has a few tournament hiccups here and there. He has some Final Four hiccups. I mean, he, he's had that. I'm not gonna act like that didn't happen. He just. He well, my thing is, what I was saying is that he just don't get the high level recruits. I think if he would get certain players, then he would work out better. You know what I'm saying? If certain people would come Dude. there. Like even right now, this is a perfect example. A kid named Vernon Carey to play. Yesterday, why we, we talk about college Duke. basketball so fucking? We are, bad, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, I, I just want to say, like you know, Kentucky Wildcat fan. Yeah, they won. That dude look crazy. I can't wait to see him play in the NBA. That's the only reason I fuck with Kentucky. It seems like they got the best niggas. We're talking about good niggas that go to the NBA. Yeah. They got the best niggas. Yeah, of course. They could be bums on, in Kentucky. Yeah, Coach Cowboys like is, is undisputed. Right. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he the best coach if we talking coaches. If we talking sure. shit like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, all of, overall, I hate college basketball. I think that shit is like the worst. The regular season stinks. It doesn't matter whatsoever. And then you get a single elimination tournament to determine who's the best team in college basketball. That just sounds like 
bad sport, and it don't translate to the NBA at all. It's madness. It's it's garbage. It should be called March Trashness. I don't like it, but I, I, I respect people way. who do like it. It's like um, it's just a pride thing. It's it's hard sometimes for people to get locked into like the the social aspect and like the the loyalty aspect in professional sports. It's like. I just feel like people can maneuver that a little bit. Like, it's some niggas who don't like the Lions or don't like the Pistons and they're from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? But if you're from a state, like, that's going to be your team. Oh, and like, these niggas don't get paid. They don't. <laughs> Let's talk about that, too. These niggas get, they do this for free. Yeah. And niggas complain about it, but they watch it every year. I can't, I can't fuck college basketball. Just can't, man. I'm sorry. It's just one of them things I never really got into. Could never get into. I just, I watched my whole time, Tease. Yeah. Like I said, shout out to Michigan for getting the Reginald Howard to get his uh, first one. They barely won. No, they they was a big and you know they, State, up, they keep scheduling Appalachian State. <laughs> Appalachian State, they always come bring their A game versus Michigan, man. It's like a little rivalry, man. No, that's a rivalry for sure. Yeah, they don't like sure. that shit. Like they like the money. It's like man, I got to play Michigan. But you know they, they the hundred and fifty year of college football. They rank that as the fourth most important game. App State beat Michigan in the history of college football. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think that's pretty important. That was a big game. It was when a they big game. I don't, I don't think it should be number four, but it was a big game. No, I think it's up I mean, there. like, does that include bowl games? Yeah, that's everything. <laughs> like I said, that was everything. regular season matchup. I mean, in between. Yeah, because that's a team Michigan's about to steamroll. Yeah, that was like air. Michigan downfall right there. Yeah, when they yeah. lost to App State, it was like, oh, yeah, y'all niggas stink for real. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a, a little rivalry going on. Um, Now we get to some NFL? I mean, because we can't really talk about too much more college basketball. Yeah, he was, he tried to get to a deep dive. I, I'm straight on that. No, I, I, we've had the same crowd. I'm just tired of people pushing that narrative. I don't like it. Like I said, niggas know that I'm loyal to Izzo, so that's so the where, where, How far are they going to go real quick? What else? How far are they going to go? Yeah. Um, I still think they got national title hopes. How far? Too early to tell. It is too early to tell. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I was getting to some picks, man. I'm the reigning football guy of the week. That's fucked up too, man. You should you this the Lando shit. You shouldn't take pride in that, bro. Why? Just because you picked against the Lions, niggas is hoes in this bitch. Oh I no, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was rooting for the Lions the whole time, but it's I mean I just knew it was one of them funky games. We went out there and playing in their air, looking kind of stupid. They got good players. They got more good players than us too. Yeah. As our team stands right what now, a they better coach. Yeah, it's been some bad coaching this year all around. Our NFL. defense stinks. I thought it was good for a minute, and then no, like it revealed itself later in the, in the well, season. We, we, it's some awful coaching going on in the NFL. Lions get no sacks. We are a zero sack team. Probably, only, probably got like four sacks on the season. I'm terrible. And it's like week nine. <laughs> Damn, they took one away from us too. Oh man, awful. taking away sack. Oh yeah, the one uh, in the Packers game. Big sack. Took it away. Shit, he might have been hands to the. I ain't gonna lie. Seeing as we don't get sacked, the ref probably like, what the fuck? These niggas don't get sacked? Oh, hell no. Giants supposed to do that. With the cheat. Um, be nice. Giants at the Jets. The, the, the mm. Jets. Oh, Give me the Giants, man. That nigga still seeing ghosts. Um, I'm going to go to the Giants. They was winning until that cat hopped on the field. Nah. I guess the Cowboys and Monday Night Football. Might be the, the turnaround where it's just that cat bad luck for the rest of the season. Um, Falcons at the Saints. Be nice. <laughs> I'm not big in them niggas. I'm at the Saints. Lando. Little Saints. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs at the Titans. Chiefs. They had Marcus Mariota running routes earlier in practice today. Yeah, yeah that's what we probably need to do. Should have been a court, should have been a receiver the whole time. Yeah, I'm done with Marcus. Just because he a little Chiefs. bit lighter than Lamar Jackson, Ain't nobody would say that to him, but he should have been a receiver. Yeah, we are going Chiefs. Uh, Ravens at the Bengals. 
the Ravens. Mm. AJ Green out indefinitely. I mean, that really don't even matter. Yeah, we can skip that game. He just didn't want to play with that booty ass quarterback they got out there. You know, he benched Danny Dalton on his birthday. Yeah, I mean, but that's fucked up, bro. <laughs> he shouldn't have wanted to play with that booty ass quarterback that they had. The Bears should have traded Danny Dalton. <laughs> yeah, it would have helped him out. They tried to. Yeah, he better than Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Mitch is. I don't know. Garbage. He like, need to play receiver. No, he need to probably be out the league. He need to coach or some shit. Yeah. Uh, Bills at the Browns. Bills. Hey, we're going to circle that wagon. Hey. No, what, oh, man? fuck it. Let me go with the Browns. Uh, I was going to go with the Browns. They really need this one. You said that shit. That baby just switched. I hate what? to say that shit. Ah, man. It's a good one. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Matter of fact, now nah, I got to go with the Bills. I was going to go with the Browns. But I got to go with the Bills. Because you know what? The Steelers are in playoff contention. Yeah, they are. Because <laughs> the Browns suck that bad. They're like 2-7. and seven. Damn, that's fucked this up, This is the man. team niggas thought was going to the Super Bowl. Man. Uh, Cardinals at the Buccaneers. Be nice. It's a good game. It really is. Is it a good game because it's a bad game? It's a good game because both these teams kind of suck, but they can score. Hmm. Mike Evans and Chris Goodwin lighting shit up, so I'm I'm putting money on them. You know, Evans Marvin Jones, they right below Marvin Jones and, uh, and, uh, and Kenny Galladay as a top receiver duo. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Arizona. They should have beat San Francisco last week, but um, I'm going to take them. Yeah, they should have, man. Patrick Peterson getting burnt and shit last play. I'm going to go with uh, the Buccaneers. They put up a great fight against Seattle at, um, on, a, on the road. And uh, I thought they could probably beat the Cardinals. Yeah, there. after Jameis said some dumb shit, he said that sometimes, but really all the time, the glass is always full because even if it's only 50% water, then the other 50% air. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I don't know. He needs to stop turning the ball over. <laughs> so I'm talking about that. Lions at the Bears. Be nice. Lions? I know. This is a bad game, a real bad game. Um... Uh, since I know Austin's going, you know what? I'll go with the Lions. The Bears is too, they offense is just way too bad. Yeah, I'm going with the Lions for sure. We got Matthew Stafford, man. The, like top three players in that game. What are you thinking about that too long, Lando? What you thinking about? Cool, man. Let me get the, let me get the, let me get the Bears. I'll take the Bears. Uh, yeah, why you nice. hate the Lions so much? Oh, I don't hate the Lions. Be nice if you just talking too much shit. I'll still All I said the was Matthew man. Stafford was a top three player. You talking in that too game. much shit. Give me the Bears. I, Fuck wow, it. niggas is hate nine. Fuck you, man. Give me the Bears. Um, Dolphins at the Colts. Be nice. I, well, I got my one win in with them niggas, so I'm oh, yeah. just going to get back off that, that ship and go to the Colts. They did beat the Jets, yeah. That's a good call on you. Uh, I'm going to go to the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Colts, too. Panthers at the Packers. Be nice. Cam Newton is done for the season. Oh. Panthers are at the Packers. Yes. I'm going to pick the Packers then. Mm. They was in Carolina. I might have believed in the, the white quarterback, white running back. They might as well just get a white receiver too, man. Fuck it. Just get the new big right, big three. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Packers. Uh, I'm going to go with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers called out guys this week and uh, said they wasn't focused in L.A. So they wasn't focused in L.A. It's hard to be focused in L.A. Though. Man, it is. It is I mean, yeah, hard. that shit only got like. 1,500 fans in that yeah, bitch. They, they got to get out the stub hub, Rita. The Chargers, man. Oh, that's, yeah. that's embarrassing. You know, that the one thing is that like it is like a Packers home game. Yeah, it's everybody home game. It's everybody home game. It's confusing. Game. You know what I'm saying? Going, they're like, what the fuck? Is, what's going on in here? Yeah, we boxing or we playing football? <laughs> um, Rams at the Steelers. Be nice. Uh, it it pains me because I, I fucked with the Steelers my whole life, but it's just something about them now. 
Like, I, I don't like them no more. Oh, yeah, that they're bad. No, nah, I just like the side with Big Ben. You get rid of A.V. and Le'Veon. See, they try to trade back for Le'Veon Bell? Too he late. need to get back there. He sucks fantasy football. <laughs> I'm he sat up a whole year. You thought he was going to be good? He's terrible, man. Football don't work like that. I mean, they team bad. Yeah, yeah that's what I think I'm thinking that. that. Yeah, he'll, he just uh, I think he don't care, everything. and it's like. Them holes ain't there for him to tiptoe through. You can't be patient and they're going to blow your shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's just the them perfectly. <laughs> Pittsburgh. So you going, who you going? I'm going with the Rams, man. Lando? Well, you beat the Steelers, bro. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams, too. And hopefully Jalen Ramsey get pick six this week. Yeah. I'm saying they're going to get Mason. Oh, we got some, oh, I got I to gotta ask y'all some questions about football in a minute. Uh, Vikings at the Cowboys. Cowboys on like a heater. Be nice. Who you got? Um... Because I'm still like praying that somehow the Lions can go to the playoffs, I'll pick the Cowboys. Mm. Lando? This is a tough game. Um, but I do think Kirk Cousins come back to life, and I, I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well. Um, did they win last week? The Cowboys? No, the Vikings. No, they no, lost. They Everybody lost another division loss. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Vikings. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be... This ain't a big TV. Oh, no, it's Sunday Night Football. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, no. And it's in Dallas, right? Oh, Kirk Cousins on national TV. I can't pick that. It's crazy, too, man, because, like, I was looking at... We was talking about the receiver stats, and, like, Stephon Diggs only got 300 yards this season. Yeah. But he got, like, 40 receptions. Mm-hmm. That shit sucked. Yeah, mad at Kirk Cousins, too. Yeah. I think he stinks. But he got touchdowns now. Um, yeah, I got to go with the Cowboy. I can't trust Kirk Cousins on national TV. Everybody can see him. Let's think it up. Uh-uh. It might be the time he shock you, though. Mm-mm-mm. I ain't begging on that. And then Seahawks, 49ers. Be nice. Get that train rolling, man. Mm. 49ers, man. Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Hawks. So right now, we only got differences on the Jets, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Bears, the Steelers, and the 49ers. All right, man. Let's see who be football guy of the week. I got to ask you some football questions. Right. Is this the year of the backup quarterback? It seems like every team's backup quarterback. Used to be a time back in the day you had a backup quarterback, your season was over with. Nowadays, your backup quarterback, you're you going to run. You're looking a little bit better with the backup quarterback. I you got Matt man. Moore playing good. Teddy Bridgewater's playing good. Will Greer was playing good. Or wasn't that Kyle Allen? I think right. Kyle Allen, he was playing good. Uh, I think that this is the time of the changing of the fold to where a lot of the guys just been like, the premier guy for what we've seen for most of our football lives or like extreme football watching is like getting up at age so people are kind of preparing for this where you've seen the Steelers have drafted like a lot of quarterbacks the last couple of years and then teams are kind of just like micromanaging maneuvering to get quarterbacks you know what I'm saying with you know Cam Newton having injuries uh, the Matt Moore thing is kind of fluky because we, we all kind of just think that's more so like Andy Reid's system you know what I'm saying it's kind of like you know uh, but could it I feel like could it be system for all these guys like if you're I mean, a good coach, degree, can I'm, you just I'm scheme just a good like, quarterback? Uh, and, and opposed to what you were saying is like back in the day if Aaron Rodgers get hurt or if, you know what I'm saying, some of these different teams, that quarterbacks, the the, the Eagles when Donovan McNabb was there before they got Mike Vick or, you know what I'm saying, just stuff along those lines, <coughs> that backup quarterback wasn't really supposed to be playing. You know what I'm saying? Like how if – I don't even know. Who the fuck is the Lions' backup quarterback? I don't know. Uh, is it Josh – the black guy shit that he's still there? No. Josh Logan? No, no, we got some some random niggas, like a nigga that was cut from the Browns. Josh Josh. Josh, nah, Josh, Josh, Josh. Yeah, it's two white people. dudes. That's terrible. But that's what, like they clearly not supposed to be playing. But it's like now I think other people are taking the steps like for preparation, basically. I think they more in line to play right now. 
what I'm saying? Outside of like Matt Moore, but like uh, Gardner Minshew is kind of fluky, but they drafted him, you know what I'm saying? So they still thought he could play. You know, um, the guy that's in. I mean, Mason Rudolph not playing that bad. That's what he was a third round pick. That's what that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like they were developing this these players anyway, so it's like now nah, it's kind of just stay time. So it's quarterback to being a backup. Is quarterback now a replaceable position? No. Um, uh, you you can win without an elite quarterback. I think we talked about this like a few weeks ago, and I just think the sense of urgency is a little bit more. Like you said, it's a little bit more higher now. Like you got to have a quality backup because like. To, to compete in this league. You mm-hmm. have to. And teams that fail to address that, they struggle. So, yeah, you, you have to address the quarterback, the backup quarterback position. Uh, I think also uh, the, the NFL, more so than anything, or more so than other major sports, is, like, extremely copycat. And I think a lot of teams saw Nick Foles win the championship. Like, a lot of people saw Nick Foles win the Super Bowl. And it was like, he isn't the greatest guy, but he was somebody that they knew had talent. Like to some degree, he has some starting experience, and you don't just want time. like a uh, like a, a, a paper holder. You know what I'm saying? Like some guys, you get like, oh, he's a veteran. It's like shit, but he can't throw. You know what I'm saying? So you just got a guy out there that's smart to work with your starting quarterback as your backup. He's like shit. Maybe you should just get a younger guy who might have some talent. And I think a lot of teams are kind of going more so to that mindset, like Lando said, where there's urgency to believe that. We still want to trust the rest of our team that this guy can just do something. You know what I'm saying? He can hold hold tight. All right, so what about in a situation where you the Bears? You got a bad starting quarterback. You, you drafted him over Deshaun Watson, over Patrick Mahomes. You did some real bonehead decisions. Now you got a bad quarterback. Would you go out and just draft another quarterback in this draft? Say, fuck it? No, I'll probably sign a veteran. Um I'll probably, like I said, Cam Newton probably going to be on the market. I'll probably sign somebody like that and just put him back on the bench, man, get him back developed. You know, he got to go through the development process because he's, he's not good. But, yeah, I, they need a veteran there to, to solidify that, that position. But he's playing very, very bad, very bad. I think uh, Lando is probably most correct in that aspect that you, you kind of just got to go for somebody who you can try to uh, pay cheaper, like to somebody just like, Probably past their prime, but like a, a filler rivers, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he gonna move from there or Cam Newton if his, his asking price is not too high. But somebody who's just gonna be, you know, off the market and that you can try to throw in that you know has proven themselves in other aspects or in other places because this team is too talented on the defensive end to some degree. So you, you gotta kinda go get somebody who you still can play those defensive players. Like you, you won't be able to turn your team around by making a big trade or trying to go get somebody and drafting a, a quarterback again would just put them in hold for too long. Like, I don't, I don't think that it's realistic for some of these players to be considered like a Deshaun Watson or somebody like that who's going to turn your team around kind of fast. I mean, but you you go into the draft. I mean, Dak Prescott was picked four. Was Russell, Russell Wilson was picked in third round. Yeah. I mean, these guys are available to right. be drafted. Um my thoughts are just different on that, like, as opposed to how I feel about the NBA because it's, like, more, like, player-oriented. Like, you can do a lot more in basketball. Like, in football, it still matter what your team got going on. I don't really know how talented some of these guys are. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's more stroke of luck to me. If they if they wait later in the round, third or fourth round, that's fine. I just I probably wouldn't do it yeah. with, the, with the first round pick. But, yeah, that's, that's fine. If you, you do get a guy like, um, like we said with Mason Rudolph or, or Will Greer or, you know, like you said with Dak and Russ, who are, are guys who are proven starters, who maybe you just don't think it's a top guy, then I don't really have an issue with that. Your third-round pick could be used for talent, but you go get third or fourth, that uh, it's not really a problem. But first round, 
they're probably going to pick kind of higher because they booty. I can't see myself doing it. Just also based off the talent that's there. The guy from Oregon, I, I'm not even sold on, on tour. Definitely ain't sold on Jason Hurts because he never really wowed me before he got to Oklahoma. So it's kind of tough looking at the quarterbacks that's available. I mean, I, I disagree with Hurts. I think he's going to be. I think it's going to be really good to pick up two systems, to perform well, and to possibly lead two different teams to the college football playoffs. is, uh, is amazing. But I think outside of those two guys, him and Tua, I probably wouldn't wouldn't reach too high. What about a team like the Lions, where Matthew Stafford is having a great season, but whether he's having a great season or a bad season, the Lions seem to not be going anywhere. Seems like we're not going to win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. Seems like we're not going to be out the playoff race with with Matthew Stafford. But it seems like he's hit a plateau here in Detroit. Would you go into the draft and get a quarterback then? Yeah, I think they should have should have got at least a developmental piece to have. Uh, I think the Lions have struggled with the backup quarterback for years. And I mean, but what what type of draft capital would you spend on that? Well, they well they had the six round pick from uh, they got from New England. They drafted the quarterback. He's not even on the team no more. Yeah. But I'm sorry, a late round pick. I would put a fourth or fifth round pick just to have a I mean, solid but that's backup. that's kind of what I was saying though with the, the backup capacity. They picked a dude who they he probably wasn't that bad because he got picked up after that. But even Jake Rudock, I mean, he wasn't horrible. But they chose somebody who they thought they brought in fucking Matt Castle last year because they thought he Matt was Castle's a, not a good. Not but a I'm good saying that's what I'm, they thought he was a nigga that was smart, but so they didn't all, never want bro, a backup we all quarterback. Know how bad that Matt Castle is, bro? Like he's not a good quarterback. You got to really get it. It was never backup. about him playing. That's what I'm saying. When they, got, to me, bro, when they, when they picked got a broke, up, his back is hurt. He already on like I'm saying is, is when they picked him up, they had no intentions on him playing. You can't do that with a backup quarterback, though. You have to draft a backup quarterback that possibly can step in. No, that's not. That's not. I'm saying them not going with one of the younger guys is why they didn't plan on him playing. But I think, look, Stafford with 10, 11 years in, I think it's, it's time for you to start for sure. looking towards the future. Like, and there's possibility that, you know, this this New England thing doesn't work out. So if they got to go into another rebuild, you definitely have to have another quarterback moving forward because you can't realistically hold Stafford to that at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might have to go somewhere else. And I just feel like you can get more for him, for your team, than what you could if you just kept him. You know what I'm saying? Like, we probably cap out around eight or nine wins, but we probably get trade back for something way better. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Bears probably want Matthew Stafford. A lot of people probably want Matthew Stafford because he's a good guy, great yeah. quarterback. But it's like, I mean, we not really moving nowhere. I mean, I just, I feel like it's an indictment on football scouting where somebody like Patrick Mahomes can be drafted like in the fifth round or like late third round and then become like the MVP at next season. So what is what is what is everybody doing? You know what I'm saying? Like what is what is the what's the, what's my man's name? Mel Kuypers. Mel what Kuypers. are they doing? You know what I'm saying? They picking all these all these other people and and Mr. Bisky, Daniel Jones and shit like this, but it's like you got the guys man, right in front I of think you. It's Deshaun like Watson a, won't even highly rate. It's a it's a a bad Marking like the the actual procedures and the things that they look for is is kind of off off key. You know what I'm saying? To where a guy like Josh Allen got picked, you know what I'm saying? Top ten. He was terrible in college. Like niggas seen that. You know what I'm saying? Visibly could see he was terrible, and he still was like, no, he has a big arm. Yeah, I think the problem is instead of looking at a guy being a great football player, they want to look at his size, how big his dick is, how big his fans are, and all that type of shit. Instead of if a guy could go out there and ball, and everybody clearly saw the Deshaun Watson. Was head sure. and shoulders. He was the best quarterback coming into the, the draft. And Pat Mahomes way better. I mean, than even Mr. what Mr. Lamar Jackson did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, even the, the, to to be realistic, the questions that they had about his skill level should have never came up. Like Bro. he said, he played in a pro system. He wasn't in no vertical. You know, none of that bullshit. He played in a pro system, 
and he made shit happen. Yeah, but he played for under a pro system coach at Louisville. He threw for thirty five hundred yards. It's like, bro, I mean, what what throws do you want him to make? <laughs> like, I, I I just I never understood it. But yeah, and, he definitely you know, proved even, me wrong. Even for for me with that, and I've kind of talked about this. You know, what I'm saying in different instances. I've never really been a fan of how Dak Prescott throws the ball. Like his projection, as far as physically, he is it's a weird mechanic. I didn't hear none of these same things. Like he had maybe one or two people mention that maybe he could play another position. I don't remember the draft when Kaepernick came out, but you know, just kind of talking to Austin about it, Cap kind of got a similar mechanic. Yeah, it just was by the time he was sweet, it's like shit. I don't really care. He just sweet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he went eleven to one in Nevada. He beat Boise State. But that's like, what I'm saying. You don't hear those same things about them. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like you. I mean, you heard it from with Dak. Uh, some people talk about tight end. Yeah, yeah that's he, what I was gonna say. I remember but, tight end, you know. but it, it still was just like it wasn't as prevalent. But it's just a bad thing where you start to get locked into these same schemes on how you're going to maneuver. And you start to hear people get repetitive and they say the same shit. And it's vindicative of certain situations to where it's even worse to me where you hear somebody like, you can go back and listen to Mel Kuyper and uh, Trey Wingo and uh, what's the dude that's the, the GM for the, the Raiders? Yeah. Mm. And they was like betting their life on niggas who sucked. Yeah. It's like, that's that's worse. Like, when you think this nigga, like, you, you, if you just missing a nigga, you're like, oh, yeah, you don't see that he's this this talented guy. That's cool. But then if you lock in on somebody, a nigga said they would bet their career on Jimmy Clausen. Yeah. That nigga suck. Yeah, I can remember. And, I remember and he the, sucked at Notre Dame. And I, and not even J- Brady Quinn. And I said that, that. I'm like, no, he ain't shit. And <laughs> they was, like, really loving him. It was, like, sad that he got dropped. I'm like, bro, he ain't going to do shit. He ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> um, is this the year of black quarterback, man? All these black quarterbacks are looking absolutely 100%. fantastic. Yeah. Russell I Wilson. Mean, you, you can't think of another time that's been better than this for, oh, in our age no group because even the black quarterbacks that we can go back to, they were never good at the same time. Like, I remember Byron Leftwich had a good season and Donovan McNabb, but it was like outside of that, who else was there? Well, McNabb and Vic at the same yeah, time. Yeah, McNabb and, and Vic. Culpepper. They Culpepper all, yeah, and they like Byron Leftwich was in that same era. Byron Leftwich. But then you had guys like Cordell Stewart who was kind of bouncing around and was, Charlie Batch wasn't, was you know what I'm saying, really Charlie shit. Batch, shout out to Charlie Batch, Eastern, best Alliance quarterback ever. Eastern, legend. Mm. Um, but, uh, no, nah, like I said, we had some years. The Warren Moon and Randall Cunningham, like they yeah. had, their, you know. I mean, but MVP even back then it was still like, I think that the... It wasn't as many. Like said, it wasn't it was, as it was many, but it's, now it's, it's, it's all over. It's also starting to maneuver to where, like, it feel like they're really the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it was like that back then. Like, I still feel like people knew Tom Brady, Brett Favre. Uh, there's some other guys that's kind of eluding me right now. Drew Blesso was still good on other teams back then. Uh, who the dude that used to have the concussions all the time? That was there before Kurt, Kurt Warner. But not that's not what I'm talking about. He was there before Kurt Warner. The Trent Green? Trent Green. He yeah. was a good quarterback, too. But Trent Green wasn't better, wasn't better than Warren Moon. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm saying, like, the or Byron not, left with None of them really, like, they just didn't get the credit back then. Because Warren Moon, he had uh, two years he should have got the MVP, and they just gave him Offensive Player of the Year. Randall Cunningham, late in his career, was still taking teams to the playoffs. Yeah, Randall Cunningham was a beast. Yeah, and they, they just didn't get the credit now that, that they're getting. And then they made, they made Steve McNair share the MVP with Peyton Manning one year. Yeah. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bullshit. Like, no, Peyton Manning already had, like, two. Steve McNair had a better season. Y'all make him share the award? That was bullshit. Yeah, I man. forgot about Steve McNair. But I like, uh, yeah, man, this year we got Lamar, who just beat the Patriots. He looks fantastic. Only lost three yeah. games in his career. Yeah. Uh, like I told y'all, Deshaun Watson, uh, been within one possession of every NFL game he's ever started in, yeah. which is just insane stat. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, if you want to count him, a lot of people don't count him. Your brother, man. Your brother, man. You got a black dad. Play baseball, Dude. you know that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, the Major League Baseball player. Yeah, look, yeah, look dark as hell, too. Like Jake Ann's daddy. 
Yeah, that's like the that's the <coughs> mold though. Like, cause Blake Griffin dad is real dark too. Mm, yeah, they just love the whiter women. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. He got to you know what I'm saying. He following the the one percent one drop rule. He mm. black. He don't really look it, but you know what I'm saying. A lot of kids just kind of like that nowadays. They wear their hair like him and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Odell. Did we talk about OJ Simpson dressing up as Patrick Mahomes for Halloween? Yeah, it was very funny, man. That was hilarious. like the funniest shit I ever seen in my life. Yeah, I really appreciate him on, on social media too, man. Two people who just randomly like are extremely good at social media for whatever reason. Him and Will Smith. So even like yeah. Will Smith got on Instagram only because of Ellen. He went on the Ellen Show and, and made an Instagram like two years ago. I think it was like December of 2017. And you like a must follow oh, on Instagram. Will Smith is amazing. Yeah, amazing. Atlanta, why you still haven't seen Gemini Man yet? Uh, Bad Boys 3 is coming out, man. He got another trailer release. So, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> he asked you another question. Yeah, I asked you, why haven't you seen Gemini Man? Bad Boys 3? Bad Boys 3 hasn't came out yet. So, yeah, I said Bad Boys Gemini 3. Man. Bad Boys Will 3 Will look real good. I don't know what Gemini Man is. Well, I know. It's a movie starring Will Smith. Really? Versus Will Smith. Really? Uh, he's the hero and the villain. And they end up teaming up together to defeat, I assume. The person who created Will Smith. I don't think he, he probably not even the villain. Yeah, point. he's just the opposition. Wow! Whenever I see that movie come across my uh, face, I, I watch it. Gemini Man. No, it's like, yeah. I think it's in theaters now. Okay, Gemini Man. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like me. He looks like me. Um, I think that's about it for the NFL, though. I mean, this bad coaching, man. The last weekend was a weekend of bad coaching, man. Oh, really? Yeah, from Matt Patricia to Freddie Kitchens. How your fancy football team doing? You ain't mentioned that in a while. Yeah, you ain't mentioned that in a minute. I ain't gonna lie, it's been it's been. That used to be some shit you used to not stop mentioning. Yeah, hey, it's been a tough year. Um, oh, and two of my leagues, I I am in still playoff contention. Uh, contention. That don't sound like first place. No, nah, definitely not. Oh, oh. yeah. At one fifth, point, six. Lando came on this show. And told me it was gonna be a real good Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, yeah. Right in there had the gifts already bought on Amazon. <laughs> hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real frustrating Christmas this year. Oh. So. I don't know. Like one of my leagues, I think I can win the the house league. Oh, so in a minute, you don't think you can win every league? No, nah, my other league, I think nah. Even though I got rust and shit like that, I I just don't see. It. I'm gonna be a tough matchup. But the other league, I'm just, I'm done. I ain't even paying attention to the shit though. Oh, you uh, get like that? You don't yeah, even... I, I, I'm getting whooped all too bad. What? Who is in this league? Uh, so House is in this one Ray is in this one no, I think he mean your team Why is your shit going Pat Mahomes got hurt So Pat Mahomes got hurt uh-huh. Um, I didn't really address The backup quarterback situation Oh uh, you back. a bad coach Yeah You talking to Lions Let me tell you what I did So somebody asked They wanted Cause I had Matt Stafford On my bench uh, And so He had I, a great year And so I won two He ain't even playing Matt Stafford So I won two games And so he's like man Come on man Matt Mahomes Pat Mahomes ain't gonna get hurt Let me get Stafford and so like, I traded Kirk Cousins. And so when he traded me Kirk Cousins, I'm like, fuck Kirk Cousins. And I put him on the bit. I mean, I cut him. <coughs> and I said, I just call me for set. <laughs> uh, and it's been, uh, it's been all bad, bro. So, yeah, I'm having a tough year. Mm. Ezekiel ain't really did too much. Marlon Mack ain't did shit. So who uh, Joe Mixon ain't did shit. I think he fucked around and picked up Kirk Cousins. He's, still, he's struggling, too. He's struggling, too. And when Pat Mahomes getting hurt, that really fucked me. Sammy yeah, Watkins, Deshaun Jackson, my team just fell apart. You could have had Matthew Stafford. I got Stafford in my other league. My other league that I could win, I got Stafford. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I got did. Stafford and Kitty Galladay in that league. So I'm, I'm in I good, mean, good position. You did, I want you to know you did this to yourself, man. You gloated and you got here again. Yeah. And you, you played it. Man, you for sure gloated. That's what everybody told me. You a big gloater. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some basketball. Some NBA, some real basketball. Not that college basketball. Let's talk about some NBA basketball. Will, who's the team? So far, week three in the NBA that you like to watch on TV. If you had league pass, you would tune in at all their games. Lake Show. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love being a Lakers fan because I can tweet anything about the Lakers. 
and I get a bunch of retweets. People like retweeting any tweet that happens with LeBron. You just put LeBron hashtag Lakers, and like four people gonna be in your comments. Shout out Dwight Howard. Yeah, Man. I'm gonna ask you, real, like, who's the Dwight Howard? To me, the player that like really showed up. Oh, who's your Laker? Who's your Laker? Who's your Laker? Uh, Dwight Howard. All of them. Oh, really, but, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you had to pick one, it's like Dwight. You really get stealing your heart now. Not Dwight over LeBron, but of like, not. but like, yeah, I'm a I'm a Dwight Howard fan again. That's crazy how LeBron James yeah. has revitalized Dwight Howard, and now Dwight Howard getting all the love he ever wanted. And yeah. you know what else is crazy? Be nice is now no longer a Lakers fan because of LeBron James, and he just it's gonna be a long uh, gonna be a long season for him, man. It's going to be a lot, very long season. Golden State Warriors getting beat up He just on. came off two triple-doubles. Three triple-doubles. You know? Three triple-doubles. Back, back to back to back to back. It's going to be a long It's going to be a long season. I don't even pay no attention to that shit. Yeah, of course you can't. Like, it it's just everywhere. You know, it's hard to... It, it don't bother me. Like, it, yeah. I'm not affected by it or, like, I'm just, like... I just don't like a lot of the niggas that's on that team. And I... Like who? Be nice, lame a couple guys. I mean, I'm not a LeBron fan. No, KCP is a bum. No, Bradley kind of bum too. Ah, uh, nigga, I do like, and he not even a nigga. I like Alex Caruso. Big Alex Caruso He's a fan. Good guy. Fuck with Kyle Kuzma. He like half a nigga. You know what I'm saying? A third of a nigga. But Anthony Davis is is a cool guy. Dwight Howard. I like his his revitalization, but he's still a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He a bitch because it took him to fall from graces. And now if you pay attention to him in the media, man, he all on Kobe nuts. And, you know, he's accredited Kobe a lot of the, the good graces just came from him coming back into the league because Kobe told him all them years ago that this shit wasn't going to work and that he had to change his character, change his attitude around. Like I said, it took him falling from the graces, but it's like I, I'm still personally, I don't fuck with that dude because Kobe's career went down the shit because mm. he had to carry way too much on his back and he tore his Achilles because Dwight Howard wouldn't play. You know what I'm saying? I, I, but Dwight Howard was hurt, though. Yeah, man. Wasn't Dwight Howard hurt, and too? That team wasn't going to win no championship. That's like man. a Lakers fan like to me, bro. It was a pride thing. Kobe Bryant told he told people that I'm going to play. I'm going to play hard. I'm going to go out here and, and give it my all. And <laughs> even though with what you saying, Lando, I don't disagree with that. Dwight Howard was hurt. But what Kobe Bryant told them niggas, all I need from you is to grab some rebounds and block uh, some shots. He's asking a little too and, much. And, no, but exactly. What did Dwight Howard say to people? I'm not touching the ball enough. He wasn't. He wasn't. But what did Kobe Bryant do? Kobe Bryant went on a, a five-game stretch where he averaged 12 assists, and they was losing. They was feeding the ball to this nigga Dwight Howard in the post every time they would start the game out. Every game. I watched I watched every but game. Nobody asked Kobe Bryant to yeah, go on a five-game assist streak. He just asked, hey, let me get a little bit every more touches. Game, no, that's what I'm saying. Every game, they would start the game out. The first five touches, every every first five touches of the Lakers game, they would go to the post to the wild. So, so Kobe Bryant sacrificed five games shit. in the he NBA season. He sacrificed a game seven doing that shit, giving the ball to Kwame Brown against the Suns. Like, what this what you want? Talk? You want the ball, nigga? Nah, I don't sound like a winner's mentality like to me. Asshole, nah, it sounds like a jerk. I'm going to give it to you. No, sounds like a bad Laker. Laker. The only thing you can be mad at him about is he didn't sign back. Now, if he would have signed back. Nah, at that point, fuck you, nigga. No, but Kobe, want back. Kobe wanted him back. I didn't. Yeah, but that's the thing. He didn't sign back. And it's cool. I, I like his But now he's back. I like the White Howard. Like, as a player, I always liked him. He just, he's he to me, is similar to what we see now as Detroit fans with Andre Drummond to a degree because Andre Drummond is nowhere near as dominant. But Oh, Andre Drummond is the greatest rebounder in NBA I history. Will, 
Hands down. I will argue all that shit all day. I, I feel, yes. Andre Drummond's the, uh, he's just joking. I swear to God. Andre Drummond's the greatest rebounder stop, in NBA stop, history. Stop, do you know who Dennis Rodman is? Yes. Yeah, he will catch Dennis Rodman rebounds. I mean, but do you know? But he will catch Dennis Rodman rebounds. He get 20 a game. This nigga gets 20 a game. Dennis Rodman? No. Don't go back to Andre Drummond. How old is Andre Drummond? 25 years old. How old was Dennis Rodman when he got into the league? He was like 26, 27. That don't mean. 27? What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Andre Drummond's going to be the greatest rebounder ever. You know what you said was he going to catch him. He going to play more. Of course. He going to dominate. Yes. So he's going to be the greatest rebounder ever. You know, he's just joking the bullshit. But also, he grabs a lot of his own misses. And that's the biggest thing. Some niggas don't grab their misses at all. He's going to have a lot of rebounds, but he's not the greatest rebounder ever. He's going to be the greatest rebounder. He's going to have the most, but that don't mean he's going to be the greatest rebounder ever. I mean, it sounds like it's exactly what it means. He just played more, man. That's all, man. Oh, man. He grabbing them all the time. If he get... And definitely during this stretch, man. There's nobody down there to grab him. Oh, he's grabbing 20 a game. I know. He's got 20 a game, like two games in a row. I know. That's what I'm saying. I know. I'm happy for him. in the NBA. And going to be one of the greatest of all time. I hope so. Rebounder. No, I'm saying you you already definitively just said he was going to be the greatest rebounder. Yeah, he is one said, of them. And then you said he's going to be one of the greatest of all time. Uh, not the great. No, nah, he ain't going to be one of the greatest basketball right. players all the time. That's but he's right. He's going to be the end up being the greatest rebounder all the time. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's yeah, nothing wrong with that. I don't understand what the outcrowd was. No, but he ain't going to be the Definitively, he's going to be the No, I feel like when it's all said and done, yeah. At 25 years old, ground 20. I And this year, I ain't going to lie, I pay him the max. I pay whatever he asking for. He good guy. If you want to leave, I I let him leave. But if you want to stay, I'll pay him the max. I wouldn't do it. Nah, I let him go though. I wouldn't do it. But uh, back to Dwight Howard. We can get I, back to the I business just think in a that it's it's like I pay him. I have to. He he got a, a bad like body language. You know what I'm saying like Dwight would still be smiling and playing a certain like way. a four year max or like he probably gonna take a like, he probably end up like taking a, a three with a one year uh a three with one option. That's what people sign pretty much nowadays. Nah, I pay him that. If it's like 30, 30, 35, yeah, I pay him that. If he want to stay. Uh, if he like wavering and shit, I'd say do No, he going to opt out so he can he, get more money. Yeah. But yeah, if he, he wants to be here, then yeah, sign him. But if he don't, don't, don't chase him. Um, I think just kind of piggybacking off that, I, I have no issues. And I like to yell to the top of my lungs about Andre Drummond, but I see a maturity from him that I hadn't seen before. Contract here. That um, I What, from Dwight Howard? No, or, from Andre Drummond. You need to stop shooting threes. That yeah, shit is that the most shit irritating is, is shit. Fucked up, and he stopped dribbling that bitch uh, from half court trying to go to the fucking rack. That's the shit that irritate me. And then he got to get better still as post game. He trying to I like his rebound as, as a player though. Yeah, but he can't be doing that shit, man. He shot some bad. That I think also that Dwayne Casey give him like too much of a leash in some of those aspects. Well, you really got no choice now though, because shit, like guys beat up. Yeah. I am, I am happy that the Pistons are winning games and shit. I'm proud of that, but yeah, there's some things he got to clean up. Sure, I think that he got some strides to make in his like footwork and like you say, post game and stuff, so he can be a little bit more dominant. I think that in a lot of aspects, though, the Andre Drummond is kind of just growing up, and you know, like Will pointed to, it could just be because it's his contract year. But I think he's taking the next step and want to be a dominant player. Yeah, you hear from like his interviews, like even from like Media Day when they were like opening up about like D Rose and. The like leadership that's in the um, locker room now, and like his approach to yeah, I want to be defensive player of the year sure. type thing, and having like goals that's like realistic and focused type thing. I think that you start to see um, 
And that's a good point that you made about Derrick Rose coming there. That you mm-hmm. you start to see people having the, the understanding of that's D Rose, the guys around him. Yeah, yeah like it's a certain level of respect. To, like this is a former MVP. I think uh, it's Blake too. Yeah, I was supposed to say Blake too. Yeah, Blake too. Having that type of person around you when you come from playing with a bum ass Josh Smith, KCP, mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson. John Lord, uh, Reggie Robinson III. Reggie Jackson is almost out the door. Oh, but I'm just saying, like, this is what you was around. It's almost like when people randomly, I don't know how many podcasts you guys watch, how many articles you watch, but if you just Google the Washington Wizards, like, you will hear so many crazy stories. I just seen one from uh, Trevor Booker, but, like, um, Nick Young is always talking about it. Uh, Fucking Andre Blatch. All those people that JaVel McGee, all those people that was there in that like right when Gilbert Arenas was leaving, right. that team was like one of the most abysmal teams. And it's like it just spewed stupid shit. And when you're around that, it's hard to kinda take yourself out of that because you do kind of get in the mindset of becoming a little selfish. Right. Or, or taking the fun out of basketball. And even Willie Carly Stein actually shout out to him, he just had a pretty good article. He turned down nine million dollars from the Charlotte Hornets to go play for the Warriors because his mindset was just so fucked up, like Previously in the last season, he literally came out and said, I'm playing for a contract. Like, I'm coming out here to, to get this money. Like, I want the bag from the Kings. And they didn't pay it to him. You know what I'm saying? They denied his option. He went out there on the free agency market, and the best contract he got was $9 million from the King, from the, the Charlotte Hornets. And then he got, like, it was $9 million over two years, though, too, I think. But he got, like, a 4.4 from the Warriors for the same amount of time with the player option for the second year. But... He just kind of understood that I would rather go play with some people who understand basketball. Like, he's still kind of fairly young. Both will be, like I said, two-year contracts. It just made more sense for him. And, and that's one thing that I, people, I think people in, in basketball kind of undervalue in today's era because of money is so, like, fluctuating at such a high level that people sometimes risk that. That's almost anything when, yeah. like, you like, young and you get, like, these offers – and you don't have right like mentorship to like understand the duration and the long game of like the industry and the things you like kind of are entering. Yeah, like you say, it, it could be music. It could be if you sign in like a, a management deal for cinema stuff. Uh, even just going to a certain company, like you could be taking a bad opportunity just because it's more lucrative. And like I said, I think that's a, a thing that's kind of undervalued in sports today. Is we see it so much now as a business, but it's like you still a, a person. Like you could develop so many more things from being around the right type of leadership and people. And that's one thing that I, I, I don't take away from LeBron James because I think that a lot of people that are around him can take away business. You know what I'm saying? And, and like people said, LeBron James has never been in any drama for real. So I think he just holds you. His stature holds you accountable to a certain degree. Um, What do y'all think about every other night? People keep asking the opposing team how they feel about playing the Warriors now. Uh, I seen like Dame Lillard, like, oh man, it's tough, you know. They just ain't the Warriors no more. And James Harden another day, you know. You know, it's different when they're not healthy. It's like, look, man, we all know the Warriors stink. We don't really want to know their opinion on the Warriors. Like, they clearly don't give a fuck about the game neither. You know, Portland lost. Just was like, you know what? I don't want to. the Warriors? Yeah. They lost the Warriors. Man. Pascal had thirty four points, thirteen rebounds. It was like his birthday or some shit. Uh, Jordan Poole locked up CJ McCollum, so you know, it was a tough night for him. But yeah, man, it's like don't nobody care about the Warriors now. It's over for them. You know what I'm saying? They old news. Nah, I think it's it's like uh, they stink. When, when Michael Jordan retired, like this was so polarizing of a thing. Or you know some of the the things that you got to see from 
people asking Shaq about Kobe and Kobe about Shaq for the whole season, you know what I'm saying, when they separated. Something of that magnitude that is being labeled as a dynasty is, is like, too big to die that quickly. So people got to refresh and ask, like, oh, well, this is strange to us. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying, the Warriors are playing no players from their last season roster right now. Yeah, There's not one player that played last season that's on this team that's active right now. That's yeah, good. So it's it, well, Damian Lee did play, so I'm going to stop there. But he was not like – he was still a two-way player. that only could play 45 days. But it, it's tough for people to even see the Warriors in this team. So mm-hmm. they want to get the, the understanding of, uh, you know what I'm saying, the opposing players to see, like, man, how do you feel about this? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is – do you think this shit okay? Do you like you know what I'm saying? You go out there and play against some niggas you ain't never seen before. It's like they really don't give a fuck. Like they, they, really they don't care. <laughs> it's like they they just giving you recycled media answers. Like, bro, we thought we was gonna beat the Warriors this year anyway. Like everybody felt like the the league was open to be won. So it's like we don't give a fuck who was on this team. We're gonna try to beat them just like we're gonna beat the dog shit out of them anyway. We're gonna yeah. beat the shit out the Warriors. And this kind of what the Warriors deserve for for leaving Oracle and shit like that. Yeah, like, they do. A lot of people like mad about that type of shit. So, it was yeah. weird, man. A terrible franchise. Yeah, man. Just a losing. bunch of just jerks over there in, uh, in Golden State Warriors. I don't get it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't respect it. Not one bit. I mean, um, do, you, do you feel like the Pistons deserve to have them leaving Arbor Hills? Hell no. They, they was in Detroit first. They should have never been in Arbor Hills. I'm just saying, I mean, to what capacity are we speaking on? Are we talking about a financial dependency on this place? No, or? but what I'm talking about is San Francisco is, that, is, is different than Oakland. Oakland is more of a culture. More people like us. They trying to sell to the Silicon Valley people and try to have them at the game. You had a great arena with a great fan base right there in Oakland. Mm-hmm. There was no need for the homegrown fan base. I mean, what's the, the typical you know, I heard the stadium, I mean, it's not that far from Oakland, too, but I get that and how that affects like yeah. the economy right there, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, and it's like it ticket prices went up you know, but astronomically. Also, but also, oh yeah, that too. But I heard the new the new stadium was kind of fire though. I heard oh, it's crazy. Course. Chase yeah, Arena look it look amazing, but I mean, but they lose it. They price niggas out, man. So now yeah, they ain't got their I mean, but it's, it's cheap now because it's booty. No, nah, they still uh, got them hot tickets. Yeah, man, because people still coming. You still want to see the who they playing. That's the thing with Oakland. They sold out even before Stefano was even there. They used to sell yeah. out all, every night. That I would like to do research on if ticket prices have gone up more this season than last because of their amount of good teams. It's a lot more good teams this year, like a lot more stars to see I would, this I would year compared so. to the last year. I would say so. Definitely put it on which, which market and stuff like that. Yeah, like a Warriors game was going to be a Warriors game regardless, but like right. not that the you know the Rockets have Westbrook and Harden or like the Clippers every night. It's like oh yeah, I might you know you might be able to sneak into a Clippers game a couple years ago, but now it's just like oh shit, the Clippers they got Kawhi yeah. Leonard come to town if he not on low management. That's what I want to talk about low management. Be nice. How do you feel about load? I think Kawhi might be one of the smartest dudes in the league for for adapting load management. They said, they said LeBron them created the term load management from the his Cavaliers days when he was taking a couple games off. I think I think people get too particular in a day to day type thing. But my like thing about it is that he might not play every game, and if he plays some games here and out, it may not be as much minutes. But when he like plays, he's always ready, and you know exactly what you're gonna get from him. And I think in the long term, like, why they don't got Paul George, they like developing their guys and they putting them in situations where they can, like, learn, like, the best way by experience. Mm-hmm. And 
Kawhi ain't he ain't he ain't he ain't he when he when he play you know exactly what you get and it's not to be what if type thing you know like we working and when Kawhi come Kawhi come and we just we working right now type thing. So I do got a problem with load management when you're on the road. I think if you go into a city like Milwaukee or you come to Detroit, you should play those games. Now if you want to do load management when you're at home. That's one thing. But on the road, when people pay, like you said, the ticket prices are inflated. A lot of people come to see Kawhi play. And that's the one thing I do love about Michael Jordan. As much as I think LeBron is better, Michael Jordan played every night because he knew his people that was coming to see him, particularly. People driving far and working hard for their money. Kobe did that, too. And Kobe did that, too. We did. Kobe did that, too. You you should play those those games in those cities that you're only going to be there once. That's That's how I feel. I get, I get, I get that too. I get that too. I, I also think that the Clippers are still really good and they'll put on a show for people. Of course. But it's like, people like, is, is, and I'm saying, I'm just being funny too. Niggas like really say Kawhi their favorite player. Like they can't wait to go see Kawhi yeah, play type shit. People that really I think Kawhi. now, yeah. probably so. Just because the championship runs, like a lot of people kind of might love this nigga. Like. I think it's people uh, in sports who are like prisoners at the moment. Or yeah, and I think shit. at the same time, because like I feel Orlando saying, but even the entertainment factor. <clears throat> it's like yesterday was a good game against the Bucks, but it could have been an amazing game if Kawhi Leonard played. It's like we don't. I don't know if these two teams are going to meet in the finals, so we might not see them only play one more time, and then you never know who's get hurt and who's right. not playing. So it's like we don't even get to really imagine these matchups no more. You know what I'm saying? Like when Paul George missed the first Lakers game, it's like, I mean, yeah, it, it was a good game, but it's like, are they missing guys? You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to really get the full entertainment value when later in the season they might all play and it's like, you know, fucking Avengers type shit. But like right now, if you a Bucks game, they win by, what, six, seven points, and Kawhi Leonard didn't play. It's like, oh, maybe these niggas are weak. You know what I'm saying? But then in the beginning of the game, they had them shut up like 11 zip, and it's like, Maybe the Clippers weak. It's like you don't even get the full game, and we might not ever see them play at full strength for the rest of the season. So, like, I feel like that's a missed opportunity throughout it. But as a player, I mean, you got to manage your loads. No, that's true for sure. <laughs> From the player's aspect, I got no beef with it. I understand, you know what I'm saying, some of the things that guys are kind of talking about now when you, you're in a situation where you upfront about it and you micromanaging yourself and you allow teams to, to get a grasp of, this is what I'm, I'm capable of and what I plan on doing so that they can kind of do it for you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And where you see teams like what Kawhi did the last few years, um, he had other talented players around him, and they were able to game plan and say, all right, well, this, 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 Kawhi's not going to play right now. You know what I'm saying? So we know that Pascal is going to be able to step up and vice versa with a team like the Clippers who has a lot of talent to where they know, all right, Kawhi's not playing tonight. This is what I need out of you, Lou Williams. This is what Shit, I need out of you. Yeah, like I need you guys to step up. But if you just got a guy like uh, – like in this unfortunate situation, like what Blake can't play right now, for him down the stretch, it's gonna be a little bit tougher for us to kind of pinpoint when we can take games off for him. But he's gonna still need it because he's injured. It's just it's tougher in that aspect. But I agree mostly. You know what I'm saying? What Orlando was saying is like of all the people in the world, there's so many people who have never been to major sporting events. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. If you're one in a million chance or this your one opportunity, you go to a sporting event and you maybe Kawhi Leonard isn't your favorite player. He's still a great player, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying, Paul George or Giannis or any player, Joel Embiid, Jokic, you know what I'm saying, anybody that's around. Obviously, the LeBron Jameses and Steph Currys and 
Damian Lillard, those type of players, you know what I'm saying, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, you want to see them, but like a great player, you just want to see it live, you know what I'm saying, so it doesn't really matter if it's your favorite player to me, but that aspect of like people not playing in certain areas, I don't really like it, you know what I'm saying, and that's kind of go back, like I said, what Lando was saying is like, I think that they should, the organization, like I said, if it's it's a cohesive thing and you got what Kawhi has where they trust them a lot, then they should be able to micromanage that and produce a better schedule of, all right, we only go to this place once a year. You got to play this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it, if it's a little kid there, that his dad is taking him to this game. You don't want to just see no bullshit. And there's things that's, like, unpredictable. Like, you, you get hurt, you get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Steph Curry hurt right now. It ain't shit nobody can do about it. He, the Warriors go somewhere. He, he can't play. But it's like, just to be like, oh, well, we're going to rest his knees. You probably should have rested the night before. But like, all, if you if you on some back to back or you like right before you about to go to a road trip, maybe he sit out that home game. This this what I'm thinking because they like because I've been like saying with back to backs they were saying somebody calculated and if Kawhi Leonard doesn't play the front or back end of a back to back like he just misses one game between back to backs this season he'll play 69 games. He get paid for 82 season. Right. They don't take that money away from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like. Like what are we doing here? Like the, the ticket prices ain't cheaper either for them guys, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and if it's sporadic, like being nice saying, like you just not gonna play this game, or you, you know, what I'm saying he gonna. He I gonna think miss it's a, home a game. little more delicate than him just saying nah too. I think like I get like from a consumer standpoint and all that, uh, but like getting to the the like cerebralness of like the players and a player like Kawhi, I think is like more of like. They still like professionals and like they do like take care of their bodies, but they they aren't immune to like having sore knees for real. Yeah, that could, they like, get inflammation. Like, you know that what I'm saying? Just regular. No, yeah. I, I think that's, that's why I always feel them. Like, because like you get to a point where it's like, all right, I'm Kawhi Leonard. I need a sick day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. All right, you know what? I just ain't gonna play today. And it's like that's cool, but it's like because it seems it don't seem like Kawhi Leonard. I'm not playing. He knew he wasn't playing the Bucks game. But he knew he was gonna play the game after that. It's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you just play the Bucks game and then don't play the game after that. Or it just get weird in that aspect. It's like you playing the Bucks. Maybe you might go harder against them niggas. You can hurt yourself type shit. But it's like, no, nah, I don't think it's that. I think it's now you playing Portland too, tonight. And like, it's like, what the it's, fuck? It's certain levels to where I think they look at the dynam- dynamics of travel and what aspects that might do. You know what I'm saying? Like even in football, we seen that uh, Graham Glasgow had like a stiff back, and you know, nine times out of ten, if they would have been at home, he probably would have played. Right. But because they had to be on a flight, you know what I'm saying, that probably affected the stiffness and things of like that where they couldn't get him loose enough. So I think those kind of things similarly go on in basketball where travel plays a, a part in it as well. But I think we just grew up in an era where we're spoiled. This is such a, a new term, a new thing to where I'm used to seeing players play every game. And you, you, you get terminology like, oh, everybody's hurt. And outside of the, like, just the NBA, I think, like, that might be like cool for other industries outside of like sure. to just like monitor that like you committed to this workplace and organization and shit like that. Yeah, like things just be like personal com- time yeah. off, but you know what I'm saying? It's just you get in other industries, you start to get an unfortunate thing where you almost get blackballed and people yeah. kind of look at you fishy. Like when you do take a personal day, like, oh, I'm not feeling good or I'm not feeling right and it's like well shit nobody is it's like you shouldn't be pressured into those type of things right. and, I, and like I said you don't have to play the full 40 minutes or so even if it's like when LeBron came here last year I, even if he would have played like 10-15 like a lot of people was complaining about that that just would have been cool man for people just to oh, see oh for it. sure 
You know, and I, yeah. you know, I think you can. He get out, start the game. Type yeah, shit. yeah, you know, just just take take the rest. Like like Austin like. said, uh, we was talking about. But- you don't think games. niggas would still talk shit even if he just plays like I remember I got to see uh during my sophomore year of college I got to see Kobe play and everybody knows Kobe's my favorite player ever. I never got to see him play basketball before that. Right. So he was fucking 34, 35 coming off of Achilles injury. He only played like a couple minutes that game. He, only, he scored 16 points in a two minute stretch. Like in the third quarter he scored all 16 points and it's like that was much better than me not seeing Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even I don't even know if we won that game. The Lakers won. I don't remember anything else. I remember Josh Smith shooting a terrible three in the corner. That's good. That's <laughs> good. I don't, you sure that was that game? It could have been yeah, any game. That was every game. <laughs> um, what I what about from the team aspect? We can say the Clippers. Are we just say any on any aspect? You playing a game, Kawhi not there. You play a game, Kawhi is there. Do you feel like that fuck up the chemistry of the team? No, out of balance? because no, they still. With each other all the time. I had a conversation like, with uh, somebody else about that not too long ago. And I think it's subjective between person to person. But I think that team, since it's the one mentioned, is, like, interchangeable completely. So it doesn't really matter. Like, everybody there kind of does the same things, no matter whether he plays or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, Montrezl Harrell is still a big effort guy. Uh, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, Patrick Beverly is still going to be big effort guy. Lou Williams still knows that he has a certain role as far as a scorer. Uh, the Mo Harklesses still play defense. Michael Green still does the things that he do. Zubac. But other teams, the dynamic has to alter. You know what I'm saying? The word like Lando was talking about earlier with Andre Drummond bringing the ball up. Like you start to lose certain players and then people start to have to do other shit. And that is where like the cohesiveness might fall apart. Well, I think it, that, that kind of helped Toronto, I think, a lot last year with them just winning without them. And they were able to, like I said, everybody was able to up their game up and play with more confidence. So, yeah. <coughs> um, anything else in the season y'all want to cover real quick? Um, I mean, Lakers are great. I don't even know. No one's team in the conference. Uh, Lake Show. Lake Show. Phoenix Suns are pretty good. Very good. They're losing to the Heat right now. They are very good, sneaky, That's good funny. team. I don't know how long that that might last because it's well, still very yeah, shocking. No, yeah. they can no just the, the fact oh. that the Suns are just winning games. Oh, it's kind of. I think like, that's one hundred percent the same thing. I was thinking it's like I think we a little too early in the season yeah. to buy in anybody's stock right now. To buy in the yeah, the Phoenix Suns like being the, the one of uh, the best teams. Perennial, not even. You know, you get the, the terminology perennial all-stars. They're like yeah. perennial losers. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard for me yeah. to just turn around and, you know. Not I look at them. I look at the Golden State Warriors. It's just a flip of the coin, man. Yeah, I mean, but Golden the, State the, still the has an asterisk. <laughs> they still, I mean, they they just injured. They just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, not like, like they don't got. Kelly Oubre was hurt last year yeah. and not playing. Or something. Yeah. Like, the Suns just sucked. Yeah. And now they kind of yeah. probably still going to suck. You know what I'm saying? They're not bad, but, you know. Because you don't really know what anything means. Shout out saying? to the Suns, though. Yeah, I, that's cool for their, their organization and their, their team because they once had talent and their success. So definitely for a city to like, oh, yeah, our team not ass no more. Man. Probably feel good for them. So do you think these teams, uh, the Timberwolves, the Trailblazers, the Thunder, will be able to turn anything around? The Thunder, no. <laughs> I think the Thunder trade, Steven Adams, Danilo Gallinari. Made the game. Ball. I think they the, trade him in the, the middle of a basketball the, game. The Blazers are just getting started. Facts. Yeah, the Blazers, they got off to a I slow mean, they, start. They don't have Zach Collins or Yusuf Nurchik, so. And Hassan Whiteside sucked. Yeah, he don't look like he's developed into the system yet. I do want to say, I'm very proud of Gordon Hayward. 
he has he has come back and he has been like a way better player this year. I think it's uh, it take a year, it, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what I was gonna say. I think it's it's time that you gotta develop your body back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a major injury like that. I think that there was stuff that was still kind of like fragile, not only physically but mentally. He had to develop a certain level of security within himself to do stuff and feel comfortable doing it. But you know, we don't want to bash anybody, but I also think maybe Kyrie Irving was in his way a little bit. Just as far as getting his comfort level, you know, not only Kyrie, but Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. There's a lot of miles of Fiteros here, Marcus Morris. I think it's really important how you start the season, too. Yeah. Because even, like, with the Timberwolves playing good, that whole, like, ruckus with Jimmy Butler and stuff last year and people calling him, like, soft every game and, like, they just – I think that plays into the psyche. I I didn't think it would last that long into the new season, but I understand, like – Regroup, turn around, and this is how our approach is. Like, no. Well, our team, like the like the Timberwolves, got a new coach, or they, they Ryan Saunders. He ended up yeah. he having a whole off season to really develop his team. Mm-hmm. The Suns got a new coach. Um, sometimes you just need that change of dude. You know what yeah. I'm saying to put you in a different spot. Like I feel like right now, Andrew Wiggins will probably have a better season than he's had his whole career. He might average twenty three points, twenty four points this year, even though he averaged like twenty two. I, like he might be better offensively and de- defensively because Ryan Sanders, no, hey, look, you give him too many shots, he gonna fuck you over. Let's, let's run the offense through Carly Towns uh, and try to keep our tempo fast so that we can get Andrew Wiggins in more transition buckets. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to keep like because Andrew Wiggins sucks in the half court, but if you get him out in, in space, he could probably he could dunk. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't that bad. And like just seeing being able to see your players for what they are now, like Monty Williams, he see Devin Booker not a playmaker. He can pass the ball, but he can't not a playmaker. He is a decent shot taker. He's been taking way too many threes. Slow down the threes. Take more of these. We get to do like Aaron Baines in to, to help on the defensive end, uh, or protect the rim a little bit. Different team, man. Or, or you got a team like the Heat, where they just, Jimmy Butler done fueled these dudes up, where they just too good now. Like, they he ramped them up. With, they got defense. They got dude. They pick up a dude like Kendrick Nunn. Who's super solid, and they're like, "Fuck it, we gonna we just gonna score however we can." And Jimmy Butler, huh? Bam, exactly. Bam out of bio has become a great player. Um, it's just teams are finally starting to figure it out. I I feel like even like by next year, I don't think the uh, the Hornets are gonna be this bad. Like they bad right now, but that's because they got a lot of good young talent on that team where they can eventually become. I you mean, know, I, like, uh, be, no, they they got some guys I like. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, they, I think they, for the future they still I still well, think they they, 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 they the games. Everybody so they, is, is six de- right now. developing their character right now. Like every team is kind of finding who they are and identifying themselves as an organization where before it was a lot of people trying to do what other people was doing, hmm. and you can't play like that. Even what you were saying, like in Miami, which has been known for doing their own thing, but. They go get guys that fit their niche. It's like mm. you get the James Johnson that you pick up a guy like Bam Adebayo, who most people thought was undersized, but in a high pace, you know what I'm saying, gritty offense, gritty defense, that's a perfect player to play alongside that go get Jimmy Butler. You know what I'm saying? So now it just seems like a good squad, and it's meshing well. And even with, you know what I'm saying, talking about Charlotte, they're starting to get more talent around. I think uh, – uh, uh, I do want a conversation that I want to bring up just uh, – because of how like the NBA like culture changes and the style of play and like what like limits like certain players can like have at times to revisit a Ray Allen conversation on like his placement on how 
I don't want, I don't want to say like top 10 or like not like just to like have that in niggas head, but like just recognize that like Ray Allen was a guy that was like really good and had a lot of skill and like maybe wasn't in like a situation where like it could be explored as much and he played with like the Celtics at a time or like. You making faces. Terry Rozier is not one. Oh, okay. You watching the game. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that, that that just blew my mind. Yeah, no, he is, he is awful. No, <laughs> no, Terry Rozier is really, really, really <laughs> bad. Like, where they pay him money to be very bad, and that shit is just like, he robbed the niggas. Guys, they got talent yeah, on yeah. that team. But no, nothing to take away from Ray Allen. No, Ray Allen's yeah. great. I think he's great. Yeah, I, I think. Imagine me. Going back and forth from my from no, my, your clip to my uh, what do you say? This guy also is a silly <laughs> dude, but no, I, I think like my favorite Ray Allen was the Milwaukee Ray Allen, and I think the only thing that slowed him down you had Iverson, you had Kobe and stuff like that. But he carried that Bucks team. They had the number one uh, number one record in the fucking East, man. And they was a game away from going I to the finals. He carried that team, man. He was no, oh, he was balling, man. I mean, yeah, they had Sam Cassell, they had Sam Robinson, and Big Dog, Sugar yeah, Ray Twenty. He definitely. He I'm definitely getting there when you masturbate. Think about my tongue or oh, your so clip. Stop it, man. And switching back and forth from my dick to my tongue. He, he broke it up. That's so what Ray much. Allen said. But no, I think Ray Allen. I mean, Ray Allen was, <laughs> he was, he was born on a military yeah. base. That's what, yeah, he tweeted that one. Yeah, yeah. He tried to admit the DM, man. Deal. He's old, man. Uh, <laughs> he's old, man. But, uh, yeah, no, Ray Allen, like I said, that's why he got the role as Jesus, man, because he had the complete game. Look man. at what he said. He could, he could dribble, he could drive, he could shoot, he, he can't tweet. He could do it all, I man. I mean, Kobe would have took acting classes, it would have been his role. No, Kobe, Kobe the role was for Kobe, but Kobe <laughs> didn't want to do it. That's pretty old. It was like back in the heat days. Yeah. But, no, I mean. It's like 2013, 2012, something like that. Yeah. But, no, I think Ray that Allen. Guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. I don't think you can, you can <laughs> say anything bad about Ray Allen's career. Even like with Seattle, like he was. No, shit. That's Rondo. He got a couple bad things you can say about Ray Allen career. I'm talking about yeah, bad, well, as a teammate, like <laughs> Rondo was already here. Him, him as a nigga, he don't like Yeah, but that, you man. can't get mad at him for going to play for Miami and then you playing with LeBron in LA. Like, yeah, he getting there. Yeah, so it's all right. I mean, people are subjective because now niggas gonna act like Rondo just weak. So it's like, nah, he ain't playing. Yeah, I'm weak. Come on, way out the door. What do you <laughs> I mean? like, I'm Coach Doe. I feel Ray Allen said, like, nigga, y'all trying to put Avery Bradley in over me. Like, fuck ain't that Ali. You did. Yeah, they did. Like, <laughs> fuck it, Ali. On top of that, you know, it was clear that Rondo wasn't running all the plays. Like, man, <laughs> play for me. Why is nigga not passing the yeah, ball? Yeah, like, fuck that, Ali. <laughs> fuck that, Ali. Yeah. Um, anything else basketball? Or? I love basketball. Anything else with Ray Allen? Or is it- I think right now, no, though. I just wanted to shout out Ray Allen. One Ray thing Allen. that we imagine I'm getting there. We visually seeing right now is like kind of what we talked about with backup quarterbacks. Like it's the developmental year right now. Like you're seeing a lot of people that you might not know are good or didn't know that talent level was kind of playing. Devontae right Graham, even Dwayne Bacon. You know what I'm saying? I gotta give it. Hey, uh, Bruce, Bruce Brown, and um, just to add on Ray Allen, he got the the clutchest shot in NBA history yeah, man, nice ever. Hello, Ever without without that shot, I think we might have like different conversations about LeBron. For real. Oh, with that shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. He uh, he saved him on that one. Still, they're going to the finals that many times. So I mean, really yeah, yeah. Really, the conversation he, about Pop, man, not putting, not keeping Tim yeah, Duncan in to get a rebound. Up. He fucked up. He know he did too. He and did. Tim was like looking at him. No, no, because because it was times Tim Tim Tim. I remember that series vividly. He blew like some like a layup that like was like clutch, take like, him on the defensive yeah, end. Defensive? Yeah. It was Tim. Like when you say Tim Duncan name is Mister Fundamental, and he missed that fundamental shit that he always I mean, like right, easy. at that point. I don't know if if 
if he had an injury or something like that. But Nothing was wrong with him. Nah, but he physically looked like shit. Because he was mad. He Tim, was mad. I'm saying like bro, they had Pop Birdman, took him out. They had, Tim, Tim had, didn't uh, miss. He didn't miss no hard shit though. He missed like the one that was. A couple of guys that were bro. athletically gifted that was giving but him. But did problems. you see Tim when they with Greg? He was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And yeah, that was just but Pop was thought bad. he was doing the right thing for oh, athleticism, man. You know, you can't teach intelligence. Some people just don't be in the right spot. He fucked. He fucked up with that one. Definitely, 100. percent They wasted a. They wasted the best time of Danny Green life. He was having a historic run. I, I, I can argue this one of Danny Green better times in his life. He having a good. He still won the ship with them. Yeah, but I, Patty I was, Mills but like he that did more that year. So it oh, went down okay. the drain. Him yeah. and Gary Neal set like playoff yeah. records for oh, yeah, most threes made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever gonna talk. No, about that it. was the next year. Nah, that was the year they they lost. Not no, when they won. That was that year they won because he was they was there. Yeah, they won. No, that was that was a great that was a great final series though. That that spurred the game seven, one of seven games. That was a great series. Um, any more basketball or entertainment? Pokemon Sword and Shield come out next week. I cannot wait to play that. I know I don't got nothing to do with y'all, but I'm actually pretty excited. They kind of fucked up the game a little bit. <coughs> Is that a new Dragon Ball Z game coming out? I see. It's like a Goku RPG type oh, game. Okay. It looked pretty cool. I might I might end up copying that. But it's a new Pokemon game coming out. It looked amazing. Um, not really. They took out a good amount of Pokemon. So you can't catch them all, but you can catch them a good amount. And I don't know. Like, I don't know about that. But the game looks like it's going to be fun. I can't wait. November 15th. Yeah, man, it's gonna be. I'm, I'm excited. Can't wait to play Pokemon once again, man. Um, I guess with TV, man, we just gotta talk about the power shit, man. Uh, very silly episode. Um, like I said, spoiler alert. If y'all ain't seen it, when Ghost gets killed or shot, and you can kind of see it coming, man. Like the writing was just like really, really bad and shit. The Ghost kept telling everybody, couldn't nobody stop him. And he finally got everything he wanted. Uh, he snitched on Dre. He was, yeah, he was doing all type of whole shit. That I mean, so my mindset and right. thoughts, and you can tell me if you you think this is a possibility or if you, you agree with it. Right. I think it was a dream. I don't think none of that shit happened. And the reason why I say that, because I haven't, I'm not caught up. Right, right. I just watched that episode the other day at my right. aunt's house. But the one thing that they, my aunt and my uncle kept pointing out is was watching there's something I noticed too. And you kind of just kind of talked about it. None of that shit seemed real. Like, everybody seemed like that. And you talked about it with the right. Everybody seemed like they acted out of character. Ghost was, de- he definitely was out of character. Like, like, like nobody's, even people's responses to him. Yeah. Like, this don't sound right. Yeah, like, 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 that's why he was slapping shit out of Ghost. He, just, he was Seven talking times. to everybody just crazy. Like, he told Councilman Tate was, like, making <laughs> maniacal faces the whole time. He's like, ah, you said I can get rid of him. Okay, that's cool. And then he but, came to warn him and shit. Yeah. It's like, nothing makes sense. And that's the thing. Like, when he tried to warn him, like, Ghost wouldn't even let him get a word out. He kept talking about, man, you used to losing. You born a loser. Yeah, that's and all what you do. You know why I took your dream? I never wanted to be in politics. Yeah. Every conversation he had just seemed like it ran so uneasy. Like it wasn't something that, that should have been happening. From, right. like I said from every aspect, his conversations with Tasha, especially the way he was talking to Tommy. Like Tommy seemed way too calm about shit. And it seemed like it was maneuvering to build up to, oh, yeah, everybody want to kill him. And like I said, that just seemed like a, a dream to me. Like none of that shit seemed realistic. Even him getting shot and he telling niggas, oh, I, ain't, I don't got no guns on me. I don't walk around with no guns on me. I was like, that shit don't sound right, bro. Yeah, he said he don't walk around with a gun and he pulled out a gun with him and hey, told him to get shot at. It was, it was very just, arrogant. It, yeah, I, but I, I do think it had to come to like an end. Like, like, cause I got tired of like the flashback visions. Like, he had a flashback with 50, he had a flashback hey. with his daughter, with, uh, with Angela and shit. I think it was real. I think, think he's just think losing his mind. But, and the reason why I say that, and you, you said, you know, who killed Ghost or who shot Ghost, 
Even if he did get shot, he not dead because they can't have five episodes without ghosts. Like that's way. Too I was kind of thinking that too. Like to be honest with you, like he he's probably the best actor on the show. Yeah, and like I don't know if the show can survive acting wise, but just just like nobody is gonna watch a five five episode five recap with him not. So available. if he, if he is dead, they probably do about two or three episodes with him like getting in a coma type shit. He might see more flashbacks with him. But I just think it was funny, like, him getting shot and, and him falling, like, Mufasa and shit off the, uh, the balcony Yeah, for sure. Like that, I, so. I think that that was, like, the accumulation of a bad show in general. That it just, like, shit, you know. We're going to end it off on some more bad shit. It's even crazier that some people are not even going to see the end of this. Yeah. like, Comcast is taking away stars in December. Man, so. that's crazy. Like, it's a lot of shit that Comcast is getting rid of. Comcast so. sucked. That shit is booty. But you know what I think is that merger, that Tom Warner shit, that shit probably about to end Comcast. But it's it's just a tough situation. And like I said, to me, I I haven't watched the last two episodes previous to this, but like just kind of, you know, being on social media, you get wind of some of the aspects that's happening, some of the dynamics. But that was the one thing that just like I pay attention to writing and like mechanics and, you know what I'm saying, like uh, body motion, body language, the way people maneuver, you know, some of the things that they say, how they position themselves. And nobody seemed true to that. Like even like it, it just seemed like. It was opposite day. Like the ju- the uh, the lead detective guy that was running the cases when he pulled out Terry's phone and gave it to the judge. Yeah. He ran everything by the book. Why would he choose that now? You know what I'm saying? He never had no no feelings toward ghosts. Like he never felt like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this for ghosts. The one girl that, that did work with Sack, she ended up snitching on him, the Mexican chick, you know what I'm saying, saying that he yeah. probably did plan it. Everybody seemed like they was moving in a way it's like you've never done this before. But that's that's how the show business so like it it, it hasn't yeah. made too much sense. It ha- but it just yeah. It seemed like it was it was like uh like if you ever watch something that's sci fi based and it everybody brains flip. Yeah. And then it's one person not like that and they can see it. You just walking around like, What the fuck you talking about? Like, what you doing? You just say what up to me, nigga, you don't never say what up or you she on some whole shit, she a, a schoolgirl. It's like what's what's happening here today? What's going on with y'all I, niggas? I honestly think I, I think he I think it's over with. Like it could have been. I, I I hope so. Like I said, it, it's off at the end and then like I say, what better way just to get them out of there first, man? So I just don't know where you can go with it. And it's just tough. But, I mean, the realisticness of some of the aspects were like him not, you know what I'm saying, taking the rap for his son or, like, you know what I'm saying, him having his, his quarrels with Tasha and stuff with Tommy. He told I, her, to, I'll release you to some, of, so, to some degree, I think that was, like, ghost conscious. Like, that stuff that he do want to do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, like he want his freedom so bad. He like, shit, Look, fuck all y'all. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's what they and always looked up. Realistically, for now, I ain't gonna say that. Realistically, I think that Ghost kind of deserved this in some aspects, like to to get out the game because he tried, bro. Like he tried to do the right thing for everybody, and niggas just kept digging into him and like, nah, I, I need I you to it, be dirty. He made it too much about himself, man. Like, for sure, trying to get his son like just just to take the rap. Like I understand it, but like, come on, man. Not after you said you would take the fall for him. Yeah, and but like I said, that was Tommy, a different aspect. It's like, dude, you left him with nothing. And then the Tasha shit I was cool with. Like, hey, man, I'll release you from my marriage. You know what I'm saying? You get I mean, the fuck up. Like I said, it just, it just seemed like everybody was acting a little unusual. And it came to a head. And you know what I'm saying? I, the biggest thing for me is, like, having the knowledge that it's five episodes left. It's hard for me to envision five episodes. And I'll come back on, like, January. So they're doing, yeah. like, a minute. I, I don't know. So we'll see how that go. Um, I guess TV, movie-wise, the Watchmen show has been, been picking up. So a few new characters and shit then like, uh, added to it. Uh, I guess Dr. Manhattan is going to be making uh, a scene that they showed his girlfriend, his, his old girlfriend in the movie. She's older now. And so she's coming to like be like a detective and shit like that. So The one that he was fucking, she was fucking the owl dude too. 
Oh, okay, I, I, about to say, I think his other girlfriend died, right? Yeah. So we heard the one that was that was fucking him and fucking the owl dude too. She came. Yeah, he back got some clothes on. Uh, I don't think so, but she had like a dildo of like uh, what Doctor Manhattan was and shit like that. You know, he can stretch. But anyway, uh, he dropped some shit on her car, so it looked like he's gonna be showing up pretty soon. So they're just doing like the investigation. I think it's gonna be the same actor. No, nah, probably a different actor. Who is that yeah. actor? For Doctor Manhattan, I forgot the, the guy name. It's probably gonna be somebody different. He's not famous. Nobody in that movie was famous. The most famous nigga the was comedian. the yeah. yeah, and he not famous. Yeah, really. too famous, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So thanks. Uh, like they do a lot of backstory. I, I do like it. Try to see what else I watched. That was pretty much it. The affair ended. You know, came and gone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that uh, one thing that I want to talk about in entertainment and it go back to something Jay Z said and it's like uh, people make reports and then you know critique things like twenty four hours after they came out and we've kind of talked about that and I know us like harps on that a lot. Niggas gotta stop doing that. Like I had some some flashbacks to watching Razzy Dion, and that shit wasn't a good show, like at all. And I thought it was originally. It was it was random. Something somebody was talking to me about like health insurance and healthcare. There's a part in that show where his mom is like trying to get healthcare, but she's like a receptionist at like a dance studio, like grown up dance studio, and it's like. Why you think you should get healthcare for this? Now she ended up starting getting other responsibilities and then get healthcare, but that shit having that random ass thought made me realize like her whole arc in the show was stupid. Like her whole life was dumb. Nothing she did needed to be in the show for real. Like they created a whole subplot for her, like reliving her memories as when she was a dancer in college and she flirting with a dude uh, there. That's Netflix shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I ain't watching. And that. it was like, damn, what the fuck do this got to do with this kid with superpower? This don't have nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> like, why am I seeing this right now? This yeah, this I, had I nothing to do with it. shit. It was just to to me that just kind of brought back like, damn, this show is kind of bad. Even like the kid was like, there was certain dynamics to end up helping him in the end, but he was like bad as fuck. Like he didn't listen to anything she said. He wasn't like a. I, I'm cutting people bad or I'm trying to rob niggas bad. He's a little kid, but it was like a, hey, Dion, stop doing that. And that nigga just keep doing it. It's like, what the fuck? What's, what's up with this little kid? Like, what's, what, <laughs> what, 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 nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it ended up like altering him personally to where he was able to, because he didn't listen sometimes, he was able to control his powers better because he like was testing himself. He did more stuff, but it's still like, this little nigga bad. You know what I'm saying? He ended up saving the day because he came out and was like trying to be heroic, but it's still like, Hey, they told you to stay in there, bro. What you doing? I had to check it out, man. Like I said, I haven't really watched it. wasn't that good. You know what I'm saying? So. Just certain shit like that. I, I do still fuck with what I've seen from the Wool Assassins. The Wool Assassins was a show on Netflix that was pretty decent. Uh, we also, I mentioned that there's an Undercover Brother 2 that I believe is on Netflix. I could be wrong, but it's starring um, Michael Jai White as, as Undercover Brother. And the trailer that i seen, I didn't like it all. Because it's like Eddie Griffin, Undercover Brother. Mm-hmm. I don't like Michael Jai White voices undercover, brother. That's the big strong dude, right? Yeah, the martial arts dude. Spawn and, and yeah. Black Dynamite. Oh, that shit. Uh, um, any movies come out this week? Uh, <coughs> nothing I, I see. Man, it's an all black uh, Pixar movie coming out. Oh yeah, I saw somebody talking about with that. with Felicia Rashad and. Now, let's Jamie talk about Fox. this. Lana, why are you sick and trying to get everybody sick? Uh, you I'm came in the house sick, and then you. Mom said you sat on the couch and you just spread your germs all over the place. I didn't sit on the couch. I was in my room just being sick. So. Lando did. I'm putting put this on record, man. Lando volunteered to go get the food, so that does seem. Ah, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I just ate a sick man's food. He volunteered to go How'd you get the sick? pizza. You don't wash your hands. He ain't make the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you don't wash your hands, bro. What's going on? He said a nigga sneezed on him. What? Oh, that happened to me. 
Oh, I got sneezed on the elevator. That was the worst shit. It was like, and I'm like, uh, and I just looked at him. <laughs> I look, they, they ain't catch none of it. Like you, you. No, like he sneezed on my neck. Like we was in the elevator, he just sneezed on me. And I'm like, I got sneezed on. I couldn't. And like I looked at him, like, did you know? That you had know? some animosity because he felt the sneeze, and he ain't even. He didn't he do nothing. He just, <laughs> he just, he just a gay. Huh? Is he white? Yeah, I think it was a white dude. Yeah, I like every dude. I don't know. Dude. I, don't know. I looked at. I just looked, and he's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you sneezed on me. Like you, you know what you just did to me? You just yeah. sneezed on me. So that's what happened to you. Yeah, she was like on your face. No, nah, it was like real close by. And it hit like my shoulder and shit. And I'm like, oh. And I went to go wash myself, but it was too late, man. And he's already sick. The outbreak. So, so was it a, a coworker? No, nah, it wasn't a coworker. It was a, a customer. Yeah, oh, younger, yeah. So. You tell me, get kid? out. Not a kid, like nineteen. Like so, you know those kid germs. They they affect, but yeah, it was bad. Damn, bro. So you came. Fuck with somebody nineteen doing in GNC. Buying pills. And like I said, I take. You take pills at nineteen. Yeah, yeah, Mega Man Vibe. Yeah, okay. John Collins. John Collins. Ah, oh, PD. Suspend yeah. that. Part, not, uh, can we edit that? I don't know if I'm excited now. No, oh, wait. we did. I got something bad I want to talk about, man. <laughs> Boxing, man. I forgot to talk about this shit. Oh, I heard uh, uh, Canelo and it was, wasn't yeah, that Kovalov was a dive. Man, dog, that was the biggest dive I ever felt. Right, explain man. to me. Because Giles, he was tweeting about it, but he kind of did like a poor job. He right. said like he gave him a head nod and. I guess, who was he fighting, Kovalev? Kovalev, yeah. Kovalev, and he said Kovalev is a power puncher. Power puncher. He is a power light heavyweight. Light, white, light heavyweight. And so Canelo went up like 50 pounds? Canelo went up from 160 to 175. So he went up 15 pounds. Oh, that ain't a lot of pounds. He put a, he put a rehydration clause on uh, Kovalev. Kovalev usually gets up to like 200 pounds at, at the oh, day of the fight. Shit. But he put it up to like 190. He can only do that. But Kovalev fought with no aggression, didn't throw his right hand, was just jabbing like the whole time, just getting countered by Canelo. The punch didn't even look hard. Neither of the punches. No, that punch did not come out look hard as fuck. No, it didn't. Yes, man. no, yes, it did. No, it didn't. You like blew his shit in. No, man. And he would t- his shit was just all open. His knees buckled and fell. That was a dive, man. That was a dive. I've seen him get punched way harder by different. Like, bro, that was a dive. And the zone is terrible. They started to fight late because they had the UFC shit that was on. Mm. Like, fuck that UFC shit. Oh, you ordered the zone? No, I didn't. Oh. I got a stream, but no, a lot of people didn't even know that the fight was on. You playing my son, you ain't pay, pay for No, nah, but I'm just saying, like, people didn't even know that the shit was on, man. And that's been the problem. Like, it's been some good fights that came out these last few weeks. They've been on the zone at ESPN+. Plus. It's like, I don't know, boxing, they they take it a hard fall. And that UFC fight was the Nate Diaz shit. That shit was a boring fight, man. He got his ass beat. Yeah, he got his ass beat. Get, and Gans trying to get me to bet on him. Like, he told me Nate Diaz uh, plus 130. I'm like, that's not a good bet. I didn't take it. Fuck that. I'm like, he's going to get his ass whooped, Gans. What the hell you doing? I heard, I mean, I listened to a little bit of stuff, and they were saying, like, you don't want to bet on another, against none of the Diaz's. I'll tell man, you that. Man, those niggas is washed now, man. But, uh, but yeah, man, boxing's in a bad spot. I, I know Diaz So, you sure it was a dive? Is a dive. But, like, for what reason? They don't want Canelo to lose. The zone has put $365 million into Canelo. They can't have him losing. And you got people like Vontae who think he's the best fighter. Vontae think he's the best ever. Yeah. He ain't the best ever. He definitely Shout out to Vontae having a safe trip in Puerto Rico. Yeah, shout out to Giles in Europe. Yeah, having a great shout time. Shout out to Devin Haney. Shout out to Devin. David Haney. They like said he got a fight coming up. He fighting on the zone, too. They trying to invest money into them guys, man, and... They can't have Canelo losing. Hey, shout out to Tony Harrison. You got a fight coming up yeah, too, Yeah, December. Man. Fighting the trailer. Yeah. 
in Canada. Oh, shit. It's no, like a good fight. In, uh, California. It's in California? I yeah. thought it was in Ontario. Ontario, California. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, good mistake. Yeah, yeah, good mistake. Sure. <laughs> What's the guy with Floyd team? Uh, oh, Tank, Tank Davis, he fight. Yeah, uh, he fight Tank, Gamboa, which I think is going to be a real good fight in Atlanta on December 28th, but... They can say outside of PBC, man, everybody else. Because was fucking straight. with G Herb, baby mama. Yeah, he's still boxing. Yeah, take yeah, still yeah. knocking dudes out. But I think Devin Haney, to, to your credit, I think he will be take. And they they two different weight classes. No, nah, he just moved up. Devin Say, Tank moved up one thirty five. I thought he was bigger than Devin. Nah, he no. just compact. He is shorter. He, dude. No, Tank he's not bigger fight, than Devin. No, Tank will fight at one thirty. Devin fight one thirty five. So he's talking about moving up. But I, I think Devin will be take. He's just stocky looking. He look a little bit. That'd be fun. Him. That'd be fun. That'd be fun for like both of them. Even that'd be fun. I, I think they go kind of hide it. I mean, Long Chico's yeah. still there. I don't know if anybody gonna fight him there, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. This was this was like a bad showing on that zone shit with Canelo, man. Saying the zone two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. Auto zone. Auto zone. Um. Anything else? Anything else? I got to be nice. For the most part, I think that's it, man. I went and checked out a, a girls' middle school basketball game earlier. It was awful. Terrible. Uh, I went to support my little cousin. When did the high school shit like, really get to start? Um, next month. All right, college basketball. Yeah, but it was, it was tough, man. It was tough to watch that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Just like the, not even the lack of talent, like the lack of basketball knowledge. Like they just didn't understand anything that was going on out there. And you see so many people. Like traveling and picking a ball up and I actually looking at the guys that was coaching, I, I that was one of the things that I thought about. And I was supposed to coach a couple years ago for an internship, but it just didn't, you know, come to fruition because I ended up getting something else to do. But definitely something that I'm looking forward to doing. Yeah, go out there and help out, bro. For sure. Coach. And shout out to my guy K Felder, because he's overseas in China. He's hooping real good right now. And you know, I'm gonna try to get involved with his summer camp next year. So, you know, just start to, to make the, the rounds of, you know, Getting my foot in the door with certain things because that's all I really take is to get going, and it's yeah. something that I have a passion for. Oh yeah. Well, you got anything? I will say though, I don't know how you coach in football. I'm not taking it easy on nobody. Well, it was kind of it was a little harder for me because maybe I was too hard on some of them guys, and I really shouldn't have been looking back at it because a lot of them guys was their first time playing football and shit like that. So I can remember they were like about to. Uh, Shout out to Rouge. Shout out to all the high school. I think Rouge King won. Uh, Cass played forces this week. So, a lot of high school football going on. But, yeah, sometimes you got to be a little bit gentle, man. man. I remember it was a game. Like, kids wanted to quit. And I had to get them the Spartan 300 speech. Like, Spartans, we don't quit. We don't surrender. We we a dial here. And I shouldn't have did that. Like you said, man. If they wanted to quit, we, we should have just voted. <laughs> Look, I couldn't have that on my conscience, man. I, I can't quit, man. Like, dog, if they beat us, they beat no, us. No, no, we ain't no, quit. I mean, how did you feel about uh, De La Salle? Oh, man. Yeah, we forgot to talk about that, that gay shit. shit? Yeah, they, listen. Uh, I don't know what they did. No, they were doing some haze and shit. And he stuck a broomstick stick up, up a young up man's up booty cheeks. And it's just, it goes too far, man. And, like. You you can't be doing shit like that. that no, wait a minute. It goes too far. That's, that's way, way too far. Too that's far. What I'm saying. That's, that that ain't hazing. That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, that, that that shit go way too far. For the coaches act like they didn't know. Well, you should have known. Man, and everybody should have got like. I think that's what something that's been going on there for a long time. I mean, that's it's an all boy yeah. school. That's all boy school, and I've heard stories that's about players saying homosexual predatory shit, shit, like shit because it's like it's a difference where like somebody do that no homo or you know what I'm saying they do that with your clothes on you know what I'm saying it's like all right, nah, nigga, right. That's, that's still gay but it's still like somebody do that they smack you or something it's like all right 
But to actually rape somebody, it's like, what's going on? It reminds me of that video of Anthony Davis where yeah, he get his finger and somebody sticks it up his booty and he's like smiling all weird. But uh, it's like, dog, that's like, none of this is cool or yeah, funny. Like, how, how does this go help us win games? And y'all just hate him because he's 14 years old. I, was just going, I don't think that's what they were yeah, thinking about. No, they wasn't. It's just fun. Nah, we got him. We got him. Like, stuck nah, a bro stuck in my ass. So I wonder who was the dude just like looking at They stuck a bro stuck in my ass. And I can't. Nah, it was just a dude who seen it. He was next. Like, they probably went by week by week. And he like, man, shit, my week. I ain't doing that shit. I got to yeah, get this know. out there to somebody. He did the right fucking thing, too, man. Like, hey. They should have forfeited that. Y'all hear about what's going on in the state, man? What's going on? Dude, he got he got raped up there by another dude, man. He said he, he got promised that, that Brian Lewerke was the guy's roommate. He's like, yeah, man, I can take you back to my room to show you, you know what I'm saying? He got, he got raped? Yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. I mean, I, they got the dude on trial, but he's saying that's not true and that he agreed to sex, but basically he, he said he was going to rape yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he said, he said, you know what I'm saying, the, the quarterback is my roommate, man. I'll take you back, you know what I'm saying, we, we can kick it. And then he said when he got there, he's like, he ain't want to do that. He ain't want. He wasn't, no, he wasn't telling the truth about that. He's like, yeah, man. That he might ain't, be. He ain't, my, he ain't my roommate bro, for real. A but nigga he wasn't getting out of here. He forced him. He forced him. Come to my room and talk to weak ass Brian Lewerke. <laughs> yeah, that was that's not funny. Yeah. Not, it's not funny that he got raped. No, I, I don't know if he got raped at all. If he got swindled into getting raped, like look, you know Brian Lewerke, me him roommates. You can go talk to him anytime if you come to my room. It's like all right, I really want to talk to Brian Lewerke that bad. Like you said, he got forced on the bed, and they said that he he, he told him he couldn't get out of there until he gave him head. What the? And he fuck? agreed to it, and then he they say he left running with just his shorts. He just he right. got up out of there. We'll be back on this boy next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That was a talk of Twitter today, though, man. I ain't know what's going on. Appreciate everybody for listening. Stop stop like that. Appreciate Will for coming through and, you know, for producing us. This has been a great pleasure. Hopefully, we sound way better. We're going to get visuals for y'all soon. Blase, blase. All have fun. Take it easy. Yeah.